Hello, everyone. Welcome to Casters and Castles. I'm tormented by gnomes. I will be your dungeon master this evening. Pray for my internet that this episode may do better than our last episode. How's how's our cast doing tonight? What? What? No, I'm uh, role playing the... already as Thoras. You see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are Good you? Or is that just you, Brent? Role playing as Thoras. Role playing so, as Tiberius. Yeah, it's a little trick. When I don't know what to say, I just, just shout. I'm what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what the role play has. Oh, don't worry, you uh, you fooled us. We hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I had noticed. So, uh. chat. Our last episode, uh, I'm gonna have to do a recap because we were cut short, like half an hour, an hour in. If you're just joining us, our heroes are on a quest for the legendary Book of Dawn, a magical artifact that has the power to find the lost king of Galadron and end a terrible war. And to seal the great dragon Ashardalon behind the gates of the Silent City, ending the threat that he poses to all of creation. Their quest currently takes them to the Fairy Otherworld, where they must gain the favor of one of the Ark Fae to gain an, a relic that will grant them access to the lost city of Cryus. And we probably already have an act of God. Congratulations. So, uh, they are. In Glassweb Grotto, which is an enchanted forest glade within the other world, the trees are made of spun of they look like spun glass with this crystal fine leaves and transparent trunks, and strings between them, just almost invisible, is the gossamer silk webs spun by the gossamer daughters, the fairy spiders of this place. In our last adventure, our heroes reached Glassweb Grotto. Only uh, Thoras immediately came under the effect of some strange power, the same power that gave him the ability to extend his limbs under unnatural circumstances. It burrowed into his mind, and it gave you... Do you remember what boon it gave you, Thoras? Because there was a boon involved. There was a he boon was involved? Voices. Yeah, there was he a was boon involved. He was hearing the voices of like animals and stuff. I just remembered hearing oh, the voices. right. Yeah, it was a boon that I, I translated as definitely not a boon. Okay, so we haven't figured out exactly <laughs> what that is yet. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Good job, me. Um, yeah, I would experiment a little bit more with that. But he's also developed a, a compulsive need to polish his axe and keep it ready for battle at all times. Our heroes are standing in Glassweb Grotto, looking around as they slowly realize that they are surrounded by thousands of spiders. Some of them as small as the spiders that are probably hanging out in your house, not helping in your local ant war, but <laughs> others far larger. Watching with thousands of multifaceted eyes from the darkness. That is where we left our heroes, and then our internet died, and we had to cut things short. So, any questions before I take us back to Glassweb Grotto? Nope. No, I'm ready. I mean, I'm fundamentally not ready for this, but I'm <laughs> ready, I suppose. All right, cool. So uh, the first thing we're going to do, we have reset the Act of God counter, and we just hit it upon entry. Thank you, chat. I preserved all the subscriptions from our last episode because it was cut short. If this is your first time watching, every 10 subscribers triggers an Act of God. They're, they rank up in power, 10, 20, 30, 40, uh -huh. and finally 50. And they've had, let's say, a slight impact on the, the plot of our adventure so far. We have so not far. followed the script written in episodes, in many episodes. This whole arc, this whole arc. This entire arc has been devolved from stubs. <laughs> we were supposed to go see my people. Yeah, yeah. I wrote, 
Man, I wrote this whole thing where I was like, you know, Lysha needs to like have have a, a little storyline, right? Needs some character development. Needs to settle in with their culture. Nope, screw that. <laughs> I promised Aaron Vole some skyclad elves. It did not happen. I have not. I have not received what I've been promised. Well, I have, but not in the way I expected it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Actually, that's true. That's true. That's true. Lysha was skyclad for part of uh, that banquet, but not. Mm-hmm. It was because her leather became infested with mushrooms. You know, it happens. Chat has a good point. Alan does sabotage the story just about as much as the acts of God. Um, I mean, only recently, though. Recently, yeah. Only since yeah. being given the wand. Yes, that was. Also, I, Excuse I haven't. You, what about, like, that whole thing you did with the Aarakocra where you manipulated them, like. Yeah, you did fuck an, over the Aarakocra. Yeah. To also be way. fair, in his way, he helped resolve the Ziva plotline just yeah. at, great moral, at great moral cost. Hell yeah, I did. That was all part of my, you know, my compulsion. Mm. I've also, I, I haven't forgotten about this. I have a, I have a loan for 6,000 gold pieces from oh, the Court dear. of Stars. Yeah. And I, I need to give it to the needy. But I haven't met any needy yet. We've just there met. There was going like, to be an opportunity. I wrote that yeah. in. <laughs> I haven't met any needy. So I'm, I'm living the high I'm life. Sorry. I got so much money. <laughs> you met Korak. Daddy Aaron could always use new shoes, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or new armor. Or the sword. people must have no belongings. Oh. Or whose livelihood is threatened. I, oh, I don't think you apply to either of those. All of our livelihoods are kind of fucked at this point, right? <laughs> so, I'll, I'll just take my clothes off and take the money. <laughs> okay, oh, so well. uh, we now have three acts of God. And oh, um, thank you, Mage Ones, for the subs and also for carrying Brent through his plus 15. So I got some gear this week, big pogs. <laughs> yep, thank you, Mage Ones, for that. <laughs> and yep. he got like the, the, the most bis of bis trinkets on his character, pogs. Uh, so let's get the first one. We're going to dole these out one at a time. So we, you know, make some progress at some point. Lysha, this is going to be your draw. I have shuffled oh, the level 10 active God deck. Why don't you draw a card and throw it out there and we, so we can see what it is. Level 10, the, that's the less bad ones, right? Yes, that's the first that's tier. Kind of, that's the first tier. Um, I drew, where did it go? Uh, it do is, I have it? it I do yes. have it. So it's not the fire one, it's the other one. Go ahead and drag that out. Bears endurance. When in doubt, tough it out. Cool. I'm trying to trying to show it. There we go. Bears endurance. Bears endurance. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So me and Korak are mind melded now. Kidding. <laughs> you don't want to be melded with the. He, he's lost his mind, and he's a yeah. He thinks he's a bear. I have an idea on how to fix that. Okay. Is All he right. even with us anymore? No. Has he just gone yeah. off and done his own bear shit? No, he's with us. He's still with you. He and Alaka <laughs> are both hanging out with you. So we, we, nice. have, we have a bear retainer now, bro. <laughs> Essentially, yes. I'm oh. happy keeping him in bear form. Honestly. You don't have a modify <laughs> memory spell, do now. you, Alan? No, I never got that one. Actually, I was thinking about getting it, but I never did. Uh, I I went for a lo- I went for awaken instead, and I still haven't been able to awake anything either. I've been waiting to do that, but. The plot has the trees moved, around like, here are fucking crazy. I don't feel comfortable about having a Oh, that would be fun. Tree you should definitely do that. You should 100% do that. <laughs> Even Alan is afraid of that. Yeah, well, okay. that's why I thought about unpreparing Wrath of Nature. So, Lysha, Will they even be on my side? The, the card that you have, the Blessing of Morko the Great Bear, is something that you can use at your discretion, just like the Power of Fire, which you currently have. So those are both things that you can choose. They're blessings vested in you as a servant of nature that you can choose to activate when in a time of need. 
They can each be used once. Dope. Do I know anything about what spare one does, or I just hope for the best? Uh, it, it increases endurance and like fortitude. So if somebody needs to, it imbues somebody with the toughness of a bear. So if okay. somebody needs to go through a physical, so trial, I don't have to use it on myself. I can use it on somebody else. Yes, as well. the power of fire cool. only you can use, but bear's endurance is a, a gift you can bless somebody else with if you'd like. Sweet. Where did that card go, and how do I get it back? Uh, it should. Oh yeah, let's. Go ahead and right-click on it and take card. Thank you. Okay. When we last left our heroes, they had entered Glassweb Grotto. Somebody rolled like a natural 20 on a perception check, and so you're starting to see just between each of these stone platforms, at the center of each one, these dark shadows that you see, these are trees and their canopies. There are webs strung between all the different platforms, Rickety bridges lead between them, and over the edge are is a crevasse filled with barely perceptible webs and crawling with thousands of spiders. Let's go left to right to determine what you do because oh, I pre-rolled everyone's initiative just all of my guys' initiative just in case, but we're not in initiative order just yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. This is just so I can speed oh, things up because I have a lot of different moving parts. Oh, yeah. Isn't Aaron's ear stuck in a web somewhere? Yeah. Where was the glowing ear? Uh, I threw it here, I think. Mm-hmm. We wanted to see what was going on. I remember very clearly trying to throw it so I'd be able to recover it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's... I think the torch is actually an ear because I couldn't... I didn't find an ear graphic. <laughs> and after right, last man. episode, I didn't remember to add an ear, like, on my to-do list every week. Find ear graphic didn't make the cut, so... <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, so let's go left to right. It's going to be Thoras, Lysha, Alan, Aaron. So, Thoras, you hear thousands of skittering little voices in your head, and you can half hear the mumbled thoughts of your party members. Mm, it's all sort of a blur. Covering my ears, I suppose, and mm. crouched over, just whispering over and over to myself, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's looking very unsettling. Mm-hmm. All right, so Thoras is a little bit overwhelmed and doesn't know what to do. Lysha, what are you going to do? I'm still talking with mushrooms, but I've called Alan over to me, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. and I'm conveying to him that I need him to have his instrument at the ready and be ready to play music, because what the mushrooms have told me is that the last time, the only person who ever made it out of this grotto did so by singing a song to his sisters. It was a silver night. Saying, again, we still don't know how they know he was silver. He smelled and like silver. He tasted tune. like silver. And uh, <laughs> Bendis, yes. Oh, Bendis. If only, only Bendis were here. Um, but alas, we have Alan, who actually knows how to play his instrument. So we'll see if we can get out of here. It's just not the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I'm concerned about this. Uh, Lysha, how do you know that they don't hate music? And that's how he got out, by pushing them away with music. I don't just want to wander up to these people and start playing a tune. We don't know how they're going to react. She turns to the mushrooms. Did they like the music? I can't remember which voice. Oh, I think it was this one. Yeah, it was this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they liked the music. Okay. That's good. 
I've got to be honest with you, Lysha. It's kind of creepy in here. I'm not a not in the greatest mood for a tune. Uh, must I play immediately, or will you give some kind of signal for me to start s- strolling jolly melodies on my dulcimer? I think a s- signal is the best, and and it it may not need to be jolly. Perhaps melancholic is fine given the environment. I think they might like that. <laughs> I'm going to start strumming, very very quietly. Okay. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're all <laughs> fucked. This is, doing, this is not doing much for morale. I won't lie. Sorry, Aaron. Sorry eaten to by spiders. Eaten <laughs> by spiders. This is not how I wanted to die. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay. Roll a performance check with disadvantage because, as you pointed out earlier, it's pretty creepy in here. Yeah. 23. Double 23, baby. Yeah. Completely random. Actually random. Pseudo random, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Josh has hacks for D&D Beyond. Yeah. (laughs) Roll 20. Cheater. He's toggling. Uh, So, what was I looking for? In the crevasse next to you, this transparent, pale, and blue spider emerges from nothingness, just fades into reality, clinging to the side, looking up at you through its eyes, all sort of pointing in a different direction. I'm going to stand behind Lysha and keep strumming. <laughs> Another one manifests over here. For us, uh, the, vo- the, the chorus of voices... Fall quiet. Not all of them are silent, but some of them are going silent. And you can sort of hear them calling to each other, speaking with each other. And gathering. I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. What are they saying? Roll a intelligence check. Fucking good luck. Just a flat intelligence Just a flat intelligence check. Give us that nat 20. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You ever just roll an actual zero? You ever just roll a zero on an intelligence check? Never seen someone roll a zero. (laughs) (laughs) He got a minus one intelligence and he crit failed. Oh, my God. Thoras. Okay. Um, This seems like as good a time as any. Half of his brain shuts down. (laughs) (laughs) Thoras falls into a coma Again (laughs) Oh man Well I mean this feels like as good as An interlude as any for Alan To go ahead and draw from the 20 sub Act of God deck Oh god Come on And then we're going to figure out after that What happens to Thoras (laughs) Oh I've got two cards in here Bleeding from his ears Presumably one of these cards I already had Yes, I, it was the really the one with the yellow circle. I can confirm that. The second ah, okay. one with the blue circle. Go ahead and throw that out there. I'll just move it for everyone. Okay. Blue. Frozen. Oh, pardon me. That's the uh, that's the ginger ale talking. Frozen bullock. And a cold northern wind freezes the air itself. Uh, yeah, strap your bullocks together, laddie. It's a bumpy ride. <laughs> okay, so. As you play this song, a frigid wind blows through the grotto, and the the glass leaves of the trees 
they all ring like small bells or wind chimes. And as the wind passes through the gossamer webs, makes this high-pitched sort of humming sound, like a tuning fork or a thousand mm. tiny... F- Excuse me, that's not the ginger ale. Tiny, faint <laughs> flutes. Uh, and tiny, faint flutes, did you say? Flutes, yes. Mm. And uh, let's see if I have this asset. What? I'll look for it, but the gist of it is, as you... You said that as you strummed, you... Oh, my God, we have another oh, one. No, <laughs> we really need oh, to we're never leaving this photo. On when the arc should finish, I think. That's, that's going to be pointless. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so what direction were you moving, Alan? You said that you, as you were playing, you were also moving. As I, oh, yeah, I was moving back. I was backing up away from this first spider that I saw mm-hmm. to be behind Lysha. But as I see the other spider, I'm going to try and position Lysha, if possible, just between both spiders and me. So the position <laughs> that I've got now is somewhat correct. I... Okay. I, I, even though I'm not like the nicest guy in the world, I'm not a big fan of genuinely dark, evil shit. This is giving me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you would you parlay with an infernal, but you don't like dark and evil shit? Yeah, infernals are fine. That was a little ass snake. It was cute, if anything. <laughs> it's not morality. Spiders are it's an important aesthetic. part of the natural ecosystem. Okay. And they're actually very misunderstood. Arachnids are really beneficial. They hurt the, and kill the really mean insects that suck your blood. As Lysha talks, a wall of ice rises up, cutting her off from you. From <laughs> between us? I, I look to my right and my left. There's the wall of ice. Oh! Oh, come the fuck on. Oh, you know what? Sorry. Hang on. That's not right. Let me fix that. Let me fix that. Nope. That's red. Don't want that. <laughs> I think we can all see where this is going, though. There we go. Okay. Oh, mate. A wall of ice just springs up. As this cold wind blows through, you've attracted the attention of one of the sons of Vindur. Notice the north wind. And though the mighty smiting hand of Vindur cannot reach you here in the other world, still the winter wind can. And it forms this wall of ice cutting you off from your comrades, ushering you forward. How oh, what tall a... is the wall of ice out of curiosity? Oh, let's pull up the wall of ice. Spell wall of ice. I think it's 30 feet yeah. tall. Windows less powerful son, though, can definitely fuck your shit up in, uh, oh, in this oh, yeah. Josh. <laughs> it okay, is so what... 10 feet tall. Okay. All right. So All right. you said that it sounded like flutes, the wind as it came through, mm-hmm. right? As it blew with my through vast... the gossamer nets, yes. With my vast bardic knowledge of music, mm-hmm. I'm going to let out a high-pitched scream that is exactly discordant to the flutes. And start strumming on my dulcimer, shouting, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Dispel Magic at the wall in a desperate attempt to get back to my colleagues. Okay. Roll. What's. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to roll for this. Uh, dispel Magic <laughs> automatically ends any effect of level three or lower without any rolls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no such luck. So I need you to make a charisma check. Josh, just a flat charisma, not a charisma save, just a charisma check. Just a charisma check. Okay. Pretty good at this, right? Bards are charismatic. Ooh. Oh, the 23. Oh my God. He nailed it. Okay, bro. What? Oh, and you're a bard, so you're half proficient at these. Because you're half Hell proficient yeah. at literally everything. Hell yeah. All right. I, also, also, I accidentally rolled... I accidentally rolled on D&D Beyond at the same time, and I hit a 19, so ah. good job that we're rolling roll 20. Yep. 
Uh, I also need you to roll a performance check as you try to create this discordant tone. Okay. What kind of tone is it, Josh? I want to hear. Oh, I rolled twice there. I rolled. Oh, I rolled twice. But I thought you failed, and I was going to take joy in it. Well, you know, I did say you have disadvantage. Disadvantage. All right. Yes. So here's what happens. You immediately you burn your magic and you play this tune and you shatter the ice of Vindur's own son, one of the four winds. Okay. Nice. But the I'm a very powerful mage these days. The the tone in the entire grotto shifts immediately. The music you were playing before was this dulcimer sweet and it was drawing the spiders. And now with that dissonant tone, it was not the power of Notus that you were clashing with. It was the sound of the wind through the glass webs themselves. It was the sound and the harmony of this place. And your uh-huh. deliberate attempt to be discordant with it has Fuck. agitated the wildlife. They oh, go from fascinated oh. by your noises to suddenly erupting. Uh, for us, oh, as you try to focus in and listen to all these voices that are like bec- calling out to each other and becoming quiet, this other noise rips through the grotto and suddenly your head is filled with angry voices. Some of them incredibly tiny, some of them large and old as time itself as they all react in pain to this hideous noise. Nothing like the sweet songs of the silver one before. Lysha is going to turn around and slap her hand over top of Alan's mouth. Stop! Stop now! Just for now. You're done now. Do we all recognize the tone? Maybe we play again later. (laughs) No, 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 no. No sound. No sound from you. You're done now. Uh, Can I take my hand off your mouth? Uh (laughs) (laughs) I, I would like to do something if it's allowed. Yes. What would you like to do? I'm going to walk over to Alan, and I'm going to intimidate the ever-loving fuck out of him. <laughs> okay. Right. Out of me? I'm yeah. already intimidated. I'm the, a shivering the, rat. The rules for player interactions with intimidate mean that you can roll whatever number you'd like. He's not obligated, like, in-game, he's not obligated to react. I'll let Josh decide how he reacts based on the result of your okay. intimidation check. Can you describe what you're doing at the same time as rolling as well, so Mm -hmm. I get some idea of how Alan would react? I am going to uh, waddle over to you. I say waddle. I'm going to basically briskly... The most intimidating of walks. I'm going to briskly walk over to you, just kind of twitching every now and then because of the trying to concentrate on all these angry voices, just saying, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm going to grab you by the shoulders and say, Alan, if you don't, for the love of God, play something sweet into my ears right now, I'm going to have your head on a spike. And the intimidation roll is? I don't know. You're playing one about Aaron saving the world. I love that one. Okay, 14. I mean, that's enough to rattle the shit out of me while I'm already in this state. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna sit down on the floor. Like it is for royalty. I'm gonna sit down on the floor and I'm gonna do my best rendition of, uh, a, a lullaby. And I'm just gonna, sweet little Doris. Hey, Alan, 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 Alan. Alan. Alan? Well, 
He said he's going to kill me. Sleep, Maybe cast calm mind on yourself and then play. Hmm? Yes? Can you cast calm mind on yourself? Aaron is, was, was expected to be serenaded with some glorious retelling of his deeds that was mildly embellished just a little bit. And he said he's hearing this shit. Kind of pathetic. The, the morale's ruined. Aaron is not happy. Aaron's going to pick up his damn ear. Okay. Just storm over and pick up his ear. Okay. The ear is collected. Excellent. With said ear. Oh, well, I already took a move action. To That's get fine. The ear. We're not in exact, okay. like, combat order yet. Aaron is going to continue to explore while the rest of his party is in disarray. And he's going to go over here and uh, and see what's what. You know, like, look at the bridges. Because you can see a couple bridges ways mm-hmm. out of here, potentially. Eventually, we're going to have to ford this dark, uh, dank grotto. Mm-hmm. So at the very edge is this wooden bridge. It's impossible to tell how old it is. It seems like it's been there forever. It's covered in mildew and transparent silk. It seems sturdy enough. And on the other side is the platform that you're standing on has a single tree with a few of the edges. And this platform seems to have several trees all clumped together and bridges that lead to other areas. What would you like to do? Uh, Aaron is going to attempt to hurl his ear unthreateningly into the middle of this copse of trees. You know, like, it's more of a lob. It's more of like a... It's like Drake, you know, in that in that, uh, in that that gif. He's just, you know... Gently underhand. You're going to yeah, lob gen- your lobe? Gently underhand. I'm going to lob... Yeah, buddy. Over here. He's trying to scout. He's trying to get some information because he, frankly, doesn't know what's going on with this, this music and stuff, but he wants to be away from these discordant... Uh, utterings. That's fair, and don't worry, we will be getting back to the sweet lullaby uh, in a moment. So you throw the ear, and once again it catches in these webs scattered between the trees. Roll a perception check, please. Okay. Here we go. When my sheet loads. Perception. 23. Nice. Okay. So. A human-sized spider is lurking off in the darkness over here, clinging to this sort of stalactite shape. Okay. And and another one lurks down in the pit over here. Okay. Okay. Do they look threatening, uh, or do they simply seem to be um, they observing? They look agitated. Okay, yep. Lasha, there's more spiders over here. You sure you can't uh, turn into one and convince them that we're friends and maybe even uh, allow us, ferry us across their web kingdom out of here? I've considered it. Okay, um, keep considering it. Maybe add more consideration to this idea. It's a plan B. Okay, uh, what's plan A again? Get Alan to calm down and sing well. Wow, so we're really we're babysitting this guy, really. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Thoras is just screaming at Alan. Aaron, Aaron puts his hand on his hands on his hips and starts tapping his foot impatiently as he watches the party flounder. Okay. You can feel a spider crawling around on the underside oh. of your detached oh. ear. Ah, dude. I actually gave me shivers in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I, can, 
Right, it's a small spider, though, right? Yeah. Am I the only one of this party who's not afraid of spiders? I mean, well, slept in barns and shit. You know, he's okay with spiders. Just the big ones is like more of an issue. Little ones are fine, but this is on his ear. Like no one, even if you're a friend, to, even Steve Irwin wouldn't have let a spider just crawl in his damn ear. Would have let a crocodile crawl in his damn ear, no. though, wouldn't he? <laughs> no, I uh, I've got a terrible like story. Of, the back of the ute. Terrible story of spiders' webs in Australia. Oh, is, is this foreheads content? This sounds like foreheads yeah, content. Yeah, I mean, it's when I, when I was like 13, I was in the outback with my uncle and my nan and his girlfriend, and uh, we were camping. And he he's quite an adventurous guy, even if he's in his – he was like 40 at that point. But he likes to fuck around a lot. And it was super, <laughs> super late at night. He uh, we, we had a high-powered torch, and he wanted to go wandering in the outback jungle at midnight. You're telling and, this to Alan to calm him down, right? <laughs> yes, this is a story yeah, of the, yeah, the old yeah, Goliath country. Him down. But uh, we, he was just walking through the jungle and walked directly into a giant spider's web <laughs> um, about the width of his shoulders and yeah. huge white spider oh. on his back. And, he had, and I've never seen anyone rip their shirt off faster <laughs> than him in that moment. And he did not come back for that shirt. We just walked back, and he was topless. It's a spider oh. shirt now. It, yep. You know? Yep. It earned it. That's fucking great. Yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> I mean, right. Does... Whether my mom was lying to me or not, she she's Danish. She used to tell me that spiders are good luck in Denmark. And so I wasn't afraid of them as a kid. But where I grew up, there were also no poisonous spiders. So... Mm. Good luck in China, too, I think. I'm going to need sauce on that. Um... Meanwhile, Aaron, are you doing anything about the fact that your detachable ear is being crawled over and explored? Oh, you know, yeah, I'm going to try and retrieve it on foot, I think. Okay. Uh, sneakily, if possible. Not stealthily, because I'm wearing fucking plate armor, but, you know. <laughs> well, like, the, the only thing I can give you here is a stealth check at disadvantage. That's the only way to give you any sort of mechanical edge here. So why don't you roll me that? Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll have a go. Oh, I'm semi-proficient in stealth? Okay. Oh, yeah, it's because of my... um. A sword, maybe, I think. Uh... Yep. Perfectly random. Yep. Yep. All right. Pseudo, pseudo RNG. <laughs> okay. So a few things happen. One, you carefully, quietly cross the bridge. Two, draw a card from the 30 level, the level 30 act of oh! God deck. <laughs> no! Right. What do we got? Well... Okay. Fey reverie. Shimmering images you only dreamt and half wait, half forgotten songs drift by. I wish I could fully forget Josh's song. That doesn't uh, sound okay. good. Okay. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's uh that's a lot. No! All right. Now roll one D four. Oh, sorry, 1d8, 1d8. Okay. Seven. All right. Woo! No, dude, where's my ear? Oh, no! As you cross the bridge, the the song and the chimes all meld together into this beautiful, playful melody as if you're surrounded by fairies all singing and the the horrible darkness of this place and the glistening 
chitinous, bloated creatures that dwell within, eager to ensnare you in their webs and drain the very life juices from you, yeah. all fade away, replaced by a lovely meadow with the autumn light shining down at a nice angle. And just over oh in the next meadow over, you're pretty sure there's a whole bunch of skyclad elves all having a dance. You can't, they're, they're not quite, there's just, you know, some <laughs> modesty bushes in the way, but you're pretty sure they're right over there. So this is what happens. One, you are charmed. Oh, Two, okay. you believe you've just stepped into a magical fairy wa- wonderland. Three, the others of you, as you see him cross this bridge, he vanishes out of sight, and you can just barely see him appear over. Oh no, wrong button. Over here. I can't believe it. Do I'm any of us have a tree. lot of diamond just on us? Made it. Guys, over here. Anyone happen to be carrying around a hundred gold pieces worth of diamonds? <laughs> Joe no. knows why. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Um, let's see here. All right. It is now my turn. As Aaron Vol steps across the gap, this. Okay. Appears. Doesn't look like a spider. It looks like a. It looks Mechanical like a spider. It is a multicolor. It's it's a large spider with glowing red eyes and a slightly scintillating multicolored carapace. Yeah. And it emerges, drags itself up from between the three stones. It's it's wedged in carefully. Its furry clawed appendages missing the luminescent fungus as it climbs up. And Aaron doesn't see a thing. He's lost in this idyllic vision of what he's been trying to accomplish, his end goal this whole time, a place to party, relax, and have a good time. And it walks up to him, and it leans down with its huge mandibles dripping ichor right by his head. And it sniffs him. Well, it doesn't have nostrils, but it tastes him. And in Ugh. in your vision, you feel the faint caress of somebody exceptionally attractive just out of reach as it leans down oh and runs its mandibles over him. Testing. Listen, babe, yeah. This is great. Well, you know, I've got to, my friends, they're going to come here too, you know. I mean, Thoris is bringing the party. You got, you clearly got the beverages. Mm, yeah. Mm, maybe they can, maybe they can wait. I'll be fine, I'm sure. And Meanwhile, here. over here, the agitated spiders draw close. Alika, for once less chipper than normal, clings closely to Lysha, and Korak the bear paces back and forth, growling at the edge of the cavern. Okay, uh, everyone. Let's calm down. Thoras, Lysha, and Alan. Uh, Thoras has the action, but if you need to wait for uh, Alan's basic, you know, outcome to be resolved first, we can do that. What would you like to do? Uh, I am going to keep polishing my axe mm-hmm. whilst looking around, narrow-eyed, just, mm, what's going on? Okay. Trying to get a read on the situation and ignore the voices in my head. Whilst saying shut up, 
Shut up. Alan, shut up. You have disadvantage on everything <laughs> until you throw this off <laughs> because of that natural one that you rolled. They are so distracting. You have disadvantage on everything until it clears up. Gotcha. Cool. So I will give you a new save on your next round. But since you're not doing anything, you don't have to roll disadvantage. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lysha. Aaron is gone. Well, gone. Gone to a better place. <laughs> um, uh, what would you like to do? Well, as much as Lysha, I would like, like she, she rolled that ridiculous perception check, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming she can see that Aaron's over there. Yes. And as much as she wants to save him right now, I think the best way to save him is to get the spider's attention, but in a good way. So, uh, you know, holding Alika to one side and kind of reaching back and just like patting Alan gently on the head on the other one, trying to pet him. You know, shh, calm down. It's all fine. You can play. You can play beautiful music. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and try to speak to the spiders in Elvish, very respectively, because I don't, respectfully rather, I don't speak Sylvan, so Elvish is the best I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, say, you know, we come in peace. We seek the sisters. And this one, while he made a grave error, would like to play some truly beautiful music for you. I have no idea how this is going to sound. It's just... Who does not sing? He does not play. That was horrifying. Good, cool, um, awesome. Landed. You'd prefer he he didn't play if he if he played something different, like the first tune, first one. Is the music in his blood? Is that where to find it? Well. The music is in his aura around him. It comes from from his environment. It's inspiration. <laughs> Alan, where does your music inspiration come from? From my self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Alan, you're a very attractive bard. He's <laughs> Don't. Alan, don't get us killed. Alan, I have never believed in a human more than a half-elf human, but you are the hybrid of two great nations. Show us. Show us. <laughs> I'm going to nod to myself. Talk. Lysha having to gas up, Alan. Pump her oh up. Oh, my God. I'm going to nod to myself. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. All right. Whew. I'm never going to hear music like this again. Whew. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to... Cast minor illusion mm-hmm. of the and, and project the the sound of a the sound of an orchestra, just like you know the beginning of large orchestral pieces where they they start Overture. to warm up and it's like the strings that are getting yeah it's like mm-hmm. they're, they're, the, they're getting proper plucked <laughs> the the gentle building the crescendo that marks the opening <laughs> of an epic piece mm-hmm. and. Um, so that's that's what my minor illusion's doing, and then I'm gonna get to my feet. I'm gonna 
looked the spider in one of its eyes, kind of looking at many of its eyes <laughs> till I find one that I want to look at. And then I'm going to play my little heart out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play them a tune of all of our great adventure so far. Mm-hmm. Exaggerating mm. my own role for my own self-confidence <laughs> that I, fearless leader of this party, have taken them through. We we buried many foes that Lysha destroyed, and I I wept for their souls. And we I saved Thoras from all sorts of horrible situations that he got himself in because he is puny and weak despite his stature. And Lysha and Erin herself not to throttle you because this is important. <laughs> Erin was obviously the biggest chan, right? Thoras would not know that and, this is important. And Erin. <laughs> And Aaron, the small virgin child that he keeps oh. along, <laughs> teaching him the ways of the world. Instructing <laughs> him in the arts of love. <laughs> My God. I, and all of this what just to build up his own self-confidence <laughs> and keep, keep inspiring, uh, kind of himself to greater and greater performing heights. He's going to get lost in the music. Okay. So. Uh, you should have particularly inspired yourself. I'm going to grant you inspiration for this because the setup and the extra magic is really good, which is going to allow you to make this roll not at disadvantage. But before you do that, Forrest does not understand how important this is. Did I hear you right? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Well, wait, you so, came over and yelled at him to yeah, sing well. I understood the context because I just sensed immense anger, like a force ghost just shoving it down my neck. Like, out in the world, I felt anger as soon as Alan started freaking out like a pansy Goliath child unable to <laughs> hunt his first rock. So, I, 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 I understand that the music is key, but I am very stupid. So, when he's shit-talking me in this song, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So, this is not weak. I'm lost in the music. <laughs> I'm going to keep singing about how puny and little Thoras was until oh, he learned the no. ways from from Alan O'Dale. And I'm I'm not even going to I'm not going to harp on it in in order to like make a point. I'm literally just not paying attention to Thoras. Mm-hmm. Thoras I've the lost song is a parody. He's singing the opposite of what's true. Mm-hmm. Everything he's saying Thoras is parody. Thoras kind of does not know parody. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's humor for the spiders. It's funny. Way. It's meant to be funny because it's so obviously false. Jokes are not. Jokes are not funny. Are you singing a disturbed song or? Yeah, some some throat singing. It's no, I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sulk now, but I'm still quite wary of our surroundings. Okay. okay. I thought you'd bop him one personally, but. Alan, roll a performance check. Oh, you oh! Are you kidding me? Wait, two nut ones in a row? This is like this thing are you is broken. Kidding me? This is like every, every second roll of the same kind is the same. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> is there something wrong with that? Because we have a lot of duplicated rolls. Um. The only thing I can say about that is. Remember that time, like, five episodes ago where Alan and I rolled the same thing in a row, like, six times? Everybody roll for initiative. Yeah. No! Shite! 
What a what a great uh, plan that was. Oh, piss! I got a plus four to roll six. Oh no! Well, I guess it, I guess it checks out. Given I can't talk them out of it. You can still do that, you know, while they're trying to cocoon you and desiccate your corpse. <laughs> um, question. Yes. Um, for the purposes of my charmed, who is the, the first charmer? one I rolled twice? The charmer. Who has charmed me? Because uh, unspecified steely powers. Why? Okay. Because obviously, then I wouldn't be able to attack the person who charmed me. Yeah, that person is not present, so I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Very good. Uh, the question is whether you can perceive your. Does he even know he's in battle? Well, as long he still has to go like in an order, right? We still have to do that. So. Uh, let's see, did I get Alan O'Dale in here? Let's get him in here. Yeah, so I'm not saying it's too late for peace. I'm just saying that the we're going to begin with the, the blood sucking and the, you know, the, the eating and, and the cocooning and all that. Imagine um, rolling in that one. <laughs> oh. oh, and Thoris, I have something special for you on your turn, so don't let me forget that. Elisha yeah. is never going to forgive you for the content of that song and for how horrible it was. All right, Aaron. The the Aaron. one time I tried to count on you. The the slender figure. It's almost like you're being brushed by the hair of some unseen maiden. It passes up and down your back, caresses your face, and then parts with you, vanishing away. Oh wait, I didn't get to know what your favorite beer was. <laughs> wait, oh come on, I didn't get to show you my wings. As you wait, come back. As the immense fuck-off spider begins climbing rapidly towards the, the source of the horrible vibrations that are emanating through the air. And... Yeah, 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 we're gonna... Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's do that. It casts haste. Oh. Mm. Who can I get with this haste spell? Um... AoE on haste is one willing creature. Okay, so it can only target one creature. I'm going to target this big spider right here. It puts haste on that spider with its action. Uh, until the spell ends, the target's speed is doubled against plus two AC. It has advantage on dex and it gets an additional action on each turn. There's my little winged boots icon. It's hiding around here somewhere. Eh, the wings. I, Go ahead. I think I had a haste from one of the previous Act of Gods. Is that already running That's out? one of your two cards. No, that's one of your two mm. cards. You okay. may, on your turn, you may use that, and these Act of Gods are not actions. You can just, if, it, if you're holding on to it, you can just use mm. it. On your turn, usually on your turn only. Okay, that will do it for that creature. Alan, it is your turn. Your song has not gone over well, and there are spiders swarming out of every crevasse. Jesus Christ. Well, I, like I said, I lost myself in the music. So I'm not even sure that I would notice. I, I, I'm really just trying to give the performance of a lifetime out here. Would you like to make another performance check with disadvantage? Uh... Let me think if there's anything else I would even do. Yeah, I think that is all I would do. I would just keep performing until mm -hmm. until True something artist. actually attacked me. I'm I'm gonna just keep performing. Mm -hmm. 
Roll it. So with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. The moment. Oh, a 14. 14 so. Okay. So that is going to pacify. You know what? I'm going to use that as the saving. Everyone, all spiders near you are going to have to roll saving throw against that in order to attack your group. That's how I'm going to handle that. Okay. Right. Because they are especially susceptible to music. Uh, you have a bonus action, but if you're lost in the sauce, you're probably not going to use it, right? No. Okay. I mean, it is it is kind of inspiring music anyway. That's mm-hmm. the intent of it. So I guess I'll use my bonus inspiration, like my, my action. Bardic inspiration. inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll inspire... Uh... <laughs> Who's it even intended to inspire? It's, it's focused on me. Um... Inspire yourself? No, you can't inspire yourself. You know, Alaka um, probably is buying into the crap. Oh, that's so true. Yep, I'm going <laughs> to bodically inspire Olika. Okay. Oh, well, I love <laughs> Yeah, because I didn't say any shit about Olika, because honestly, I just forgot about her. That's standard. <laughs> wow. The usual. That's normal. Okay, mark off one use of Bardic Inspiration, and it yep. is spider time. Okay. I'm going to roll will saving throws for these spiders against a 14, or they won't attack. Is there a little musical icon? I don't think there is. I'll put these wobbly things on them if they're they're too enraptured to attack. Going to roll for this one right here. This, these are swarms of spiders, by the way. They're they're fairly large, but you know they're not much bigger than something you'd see in real life. But there's thousands of them just crawling like Jeez, a carpet Lord. over the ground. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Another group pops up over here. They're just erupting from the in between places. But again, your music seems to be a good countermeasure for the time being. There are three swarms, uh, four swarms in your immediate vicinity. And I think all of them have failed. Yeah, all of them have failed. None of them are attacking. They're all held at bay for the time being. Okay. A creature emerges from the darkness over here. Its lower body is a vast horse-sized spider, and its upper body is a beautiful fey maiden. As it crawls out. It's like the Dark Souls boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Mm, these... See, that's the stuff of nightmare. Chaos <laughs> Witch Q-like. Yeah, Q-like. It has advantage on saves against being charmed because it is... It rolls a nat 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is going to outline... All right, it's going to move... It crawls atop here to the far side of this bridge, and it reaches out its hand, and it, it speaks in this strange sing-song voice in the sylvan tongue, and glowing lights float up from all the mushrooms nearby and surround Alan O'Dale. Alan, actually, it surrounds all of you. Everybody roll a dexterity saving throw, except for Aaron, because he's way the hell away. We need some sunlight here, gang. Oh, wait, whoops, that that wasn't a save. 
Dexterity saving throw. Is this an effect I can see? Yes. Okay, I gain advantage on it. Lysha, do you have advantage or disadvantage right now? Because it is double rolling. No, I just you. accidentally hit it twice. Got it. We'll take the first one. Okay, so of the three of you, the only one who fails is Alan, who is the the Fuck. light from the mushrooms floats off the mushrooms, which are still glowing, and then it sticks to you, outlining you like a glowing, please stab me target. Wonderful. I'm going to roll Did saving you notice this? No, probably um, not. He probably thinks no. it's part of your spell. You're playing so well, you're glowing. Exactly. Yeah. The mushrooms are singing back to you. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You go here. You go here. You go here. Just organizing all my stuff. All right. Now for these bad boys. These are the human-sized, uh, just overly large spiders. Huge bloated bodies, but they're, they have pointed ears coming out of the sides of their heads and their first two forward Legs end in hands. Uh, okay. Alright, what are we going to have these guys do? Special abilities. Okay, yeah, we're definitely going to go with that. Awesome, great, excellent. There's another one. Crawls out of the abyss. Skittering between the various webs as they all grow close. They're all favoring the edge, the side, because that gives them maximum cover. This one's going to crawl over to here. Now, they do have to roll saving throws in order to attack you because of the music. We're going to start up here. There's a lot of spiders. This is, um... This is a situation... We'll just say this is a situation. All right, so at least one of them is enraptured by your melody and is unable to attack you. This one right here, unimpressed. It fires a web directly at, it just spins a web and throws it at Thoras. Does a 14 hit Thoras? Uh, on my AC? Yes. No, it does not. All right, the web goes flying past you and just gloms onto the the tree behind you. It then scuttles down to protect itself. If you're standing on the edge, you're directly above it, and you'll have advantage to attack it. But if you're anywhere else, it has a disadvantage because it has some such good cover. The one that just got hasted is going to roll its save, and if it fails, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> well, I'm very disappointed. Oh, hallelujah. So it moves with incredible rapidity all the way over here, and then it just sort of stops... Listening. What is that melody? <laughs> this one's gonna move, scuttle over to the side, roll a saving throw against the the music of Alan O'Dale, which it also fails. Hallelujah. Yeah, and it's held at bay for the time being, enraptured by the unearthly tones. Lysha, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Still able to speak with animals. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had a sense of can I is there like intelligence behind those eight eyes? How smart do well, those big ones look? The big blue ones. The big can blue ones? Roll I'm gonna let you use is, your is they is they smart. <laughs> is they smart? Uh, I, I will let you make an insight check, but that will take your bonus action. Okay. Right. I'm okay with that. 
Roll an insight check. 17. Oh, nice. There is a, a, a sort of dim intelligence in those large ones that phase in and out between realities. Okay. So I feel like this might not work then. They're also not beasts. Those ones, at least, are not beasts. They are monstrosities. They're not beasts. Yep. yep. Well, you know what I'm thinking then. I imagined it was somewhere <laughs> in that neighborhood. Um, what about the smaller ones? Are those beasts or are those also monstrosities? The swarms of just like the carpet of spiders, those are beasts. I guess are they're swarms. Yes. Okay. But they're also not intelligent. Okay. And that big old one's probably out of range. The big, and that's also probably a monstrosity. That that big, uh, multicolored one that was eating Aaron's head. Oh yeah, that's no, that's no earthly spider. It's gotcha. a monstrosity, but abilities that target Fey also work on it. Gotcha. Well, it's actually an aberration, but we're gonna call it a Fey. It's not a creature of the one flesh. Okay. Okay. Oh no, those blue purple those blue ones are creatures of the one flesh. No, Do I no. know that? They are not. They oh, are, okay. I can confirm everything oh. here has a I was a like, my shit will now throw down. <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> um, okay. You have ten seconds to comply. Uh, <laughs> uh, what would you like um, to do? Okay. I am going to we need sunlight. Guide. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, continue to speak. I'm speaking with animals already. I'm con mm -hmm. kind of uh, chatting with them. I'm, We're friends. Please listen to the music. We didn't mean to affront <laughs> you. He's just having a bad day. I promise it will get better. <laughs> and next reviews. <laughs> I. He's he's ramping up to his great finale. Yes, finale. <laughs> To, to to the best song he's ever played. The greatest song in the world, no. <laughs> yep, that. Um, and I'm going to have to stop concentrating for a moment on Speak With Animals and trust that my message was received. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to lay another hand on Alan, tap his shoulder, give him some guidance. Okay. Using my cantrip guidance. Great. Touch one willing creature, uh, and once in the next minute before the spell ends, you can add a D4 to one ability check of your choice. And this is a concentration effect? This is a concentration cantrip, yes. Okay. Alan, you can add one D4 to a skill check, essentially. Alan, Alan, okay. play better. That's my guidance. Play better. <laughs> <laughs> Thoras. Oh, actually, do you want Alika to do anything? Because Alika's sort of paired to you right now. Um. Look at these beautiful I, colors. Al Alika, go ride Korak. Korak the bear will keep you safe. Yes, it's very pretty, but you should probably stand far from Alan, who's making people angry. Hello, Our spider's angry. She climbs up on Korak the bear's back. Thoras. Korak can keep pacing. All right. Korak, Korak paces away from all the big spiders. 
Remember how I said there was something special on your turn? Yeah. Draw, draw a card from the 40 subactive god deck, if you would. And let's see what we got. This is not going to be good. I mean, it might be. What is the proportion of good what to bad? What the hell? I don't know it. Oh. Ooh. You got a better version of mine. Death is not the end. From the ashes you shall rise. Oh, well, there's only one way to interpret that. He's immortal. <laughs> <laughs> he gets an extra life next time he dies. You feel... Automatic save? You feel immortal. You feel like death is not the end. You feel loosed from the bonds of mortality. Go ahead and right-click and add that card back to your hand. Am I going to... Is this some Lord of the Rings shit? Am I, am <laughs> I about to rise or ask the wife? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. You don't know. Oh... Uh, still my go. I still get an option. What is this? What is the scene? Set the scene for me here. Like what? You are standing. What are the spiders doing? The spiders are crawling in the thousands of tiny ones, like a carpet of skittering, you know, little abdomens and thoraxes moving along the way. But many of them seem to be held at bay, watching from the sides as Alan plays the music that they so crave. One of them has thrown a web at you, but none of them have attacked in any other way so far, aside from the sparkly lights that are covering a lot of you. And do I... What of the voices? Uh, mixed reviews. Roll an intelligence check. This is a free... Yeah, this is this uh, not a disadvantage, just a flat one. Oh, well, there we go. Way better. Okay. Thoras... You are now telepathic. <laughs> what? You have Holy. the ability to communicate with creatures by focusing your mind upon them. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible ability to give for us. That's, that was the gift of the one flesh from the last one. In exchange for having to polish your axe, you now have telepathy. Now that you've sort of taken a moment to focus in on things... You can no longer read minds, but it was never really the ability to read minds. It was more like just an unfocused, uncontrolled telepathy. You have the ability to establish telepathic contact with a single creature at a time and communicate regardless of language barriers. Does that include plants? Can I unprepare both spells in the future, Thoras? Not can plants, you? only sentient creatures. So you can't Thoros speak not... with non-sentient animals. Thoras is not going to tell you guys this because last time thoras had show and tell you tried to chop his nipple off so <laughs> i last he forgave us for that show and tell plus i could have restored it if you gave me some diamond dust you'd have gotten it back i need some diamond dust to restore my nipple <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> the classic uh, what the hell does thoras want to do now <clears throat> I, I guess i would Good channel well. just a, th a, a thought at this big creature here, mm -hmm. the one that looks more humanoid and intelligent, mm -hmm. uh, and I would just, I would channel the image of their own demise and Thoras's conquest over all, arachnid or not, does not matter, mm -hmm. uh, and this, it's not really words, but a, a setting and a scene 
Oh, like the me. hobbits watching the Shire burn. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I am burning the grotto to the ground and emerging mm. with a silk suit. And the, the general consensus is whether or not you live or die does not matter to me. I will receive my suit and I will leave here alive. Roll an intimidate check. Fuck you, Thoras. After this, I need to speak to the party. Oh, that's Seriously. not bad. Okay. I mean, Soros has had a bad day. Like, he, he's been undermined by Alan. He's been called weak in his stories. Soros is not weak. Soros is very strong. Uh, and he's, he's had a, a mental shock from multiple voices. No one's explained what's going on. His suit got turned into grass earlier, so now he needs to get a new one. And he doesn't even want to be here. He wants to be killing a dragon. Okay. He's pissed. That was a bonus action. You still have an action. If you'd like to take one. What's, what, what is the reaction from this bloody thing? The, the gossamer daughter hesitates and hisses. Sort of recoiling away from the image. Okay, well, I'm going to step forward and then project a giant arm and pull her towards me and double down and say, you will make me my suit. Oh, my <laughs> God. You have to move within 10 feet to do that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Bollocks. Uh, I gotta go on the bridge? Mm-hmm. Pass. <laughs> just gonna glare. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna glare. Okay, you glare menacingly. It's spider time. Did Alan get another turn before the spiders, or no? There are many different types of spiders. Oh, oh, yeah. Very, oh yeah. You're right. yeah, yeah. We haven't even no, gotten to the bottom here. of the initiative order. Party. Oh my gosh. The spiders. Listen, the spiders avoided the luminescence from the mushrooms, right? As mentioned earlier on, they're very susceptible to sunlight. Can we fucking get some sunlight in here, please? Some kind of magic. We can fuck I you mean, guys up. Yeah, that's the thing I can do, but I don't want to do it yet. I'm still trying to be peaceful. Okay. Just I can't do it. Now it's out there. Now it's out there. Uh, yeah, Forrester just wants the suit, man. We need lights. And there was light. Okay. Or there could be. Of all the... Don't worry about the secret stuff I'm doing. Don't you worry about it at all. Definitely not moving more dudes around in the darkness. <laughs> okay, that move, they move, they move. Great, excellent, perfect, very good. All right, so uh, two of the lar of the phase spiders, the white and blue ones, are enraptured by the music, but one of them is thoroughly unimpressed. And seeing Thoras glare at the gossamer daughter and the daughter recoiling. It just walks up to Thoras and bites him. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Survey says... A 15. Ooh. Does that hit? That's, yeah, that hits. Okay, great. Excellent. Uh, you take 11 points of piercing damage and roll a constitution saving throw. I... Okay. And let me know, yeah, let me know if you have any special abilities to defend Yeah, I'm going to reaction this. that. I'm going to... Deduct some of the damage away with my stones, stones endurance. Okay, so the total damage is going to be so you take the full eleven plus five, sixteen points of damage. 
So go ahead and roll 1d12 plus your constitution modifier. Congratulations, that, you take 11 bad. points of damage. God Instead of 15. Unlucky. Alright, meanwhile, Aaron, a beautiful apparition manifests before you in, in your lovely dream that you're having. Yeah. And it beckons and it wraps itself around you and does a 18 hit your armor class. Uh, is me, this is uh, meter beat. So if it is 18, that's a hit. Yeah. All right. Great. It chomps down on you. Take seven points of piercing damage and roll. Are you, do you have heavy master armor mastery? I do. Yeah. Take four points of piercing damage and roll a constitution saving throw at disadvantage because you're in a fairy reverie. Uh, is it poison damage? It is poison damage. Then I have uh, advantage against poison damage. Next. Great. Roll a flat save. Okay, you take half of that, so your total damage is going to be 11 points total. Roll an immediate wisdom saving throw. Not at disadvantage, just a flat wisdom saving throw. Yes, you are still charmed. I am re-rolling that. Okay. Use my indomitable. Indomitable will? Okay. Yeah. Mm, All right, you snap okay. out of it, and the fairy vision is replaced oh. by a hideous chitinous nightmare in your face. Oh you, my god! You will be able to do stuff on your turn. Congratulations! You're you're right, so that, you're less boned. Okay. That being said, out. Of the darkness and the shadows, another gossamer daughter, her lower half, this massive, you know, spider form, her upper half, this lovely fairy maiden appears, hissing in anger, arcane energy coursing between her fingertips. She rolls a saving throw against the music. And succeeds. And in her... Anger, she will cast Hold Monster on Alan O'Dale. I thought it was okay. I thought it was going to be Thoras because I'm just a monster, you know, just Mm. so swole. Roll a wisdom saving throw, Alan. You may not add the 1d4 to this, that only helps on skill checks. 19. 19. You throw off the spell almost effortlessly. This seems to annoy her. One cannot get in the way of good music. (laughs) (laughs) Performance of a lifetime. Okay. Do I have anything else? Do I have anything else? I do not. So much for her grand appearance. Cool. Aaron, it's your turn. You are no longer charmed. There's a giant fuck-off spider in your face. What are you going to do next? Oh, I have to deal with the spider, but I have a suspicion that that chick is controlling the spiders. Oh, I, well, yeah. Mm. Oh, I need to go. I don't want to provoke any attacks of opportunity. I need to deal with the spider in front of me, I think. I think that's going to be the plan. Okay. Um. Well... Yeah, I'm gonna try and I'm fight. I'm gonna try and fight this spider, I suppose. All right. Just gonna do the classic. Get in there and uh, start fighting. Give him the business. Do I want to? Uh, 
Does it look armored? Like, can, can everyone sort of tell whether this thing looks like... You, you said chitinous. Great word, by the way. Uh, Thank but you. Does this thing look like it's going to be easy to, to crack into? Um, Aaron has problems with armor. You know? <laughs> it's no Knight of Terra Nimbus. Okay. Well, uh, I think Aaron is actually going to um, use his Great Weapon Master attack to take a to take the minus five penalty on the mm-hmm. attack roll. I think he's going to try that. Okay. Uh, hopefully... You can get in there. So I, just, I guess I'll still roll the attack, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Hello? Yeah, I know. It's not... Uh, <laughs> it's, not it's not rolling, dude. Why don't you do 1d20, and uh, we'll do mental math. And then, like, as soon as you do that, it's automatically going to populate through because that's how this always goes, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll do D20 plus three, right? Because I'm plus eight to hit. Yep, do so one D20 plus three. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That'll that'll do the job. Nice. Uh, give me that damage. Oh, that's your uh, first... Actually, yeah, why don't you give me that damage and then we'll do your second attack. Yeah. Let me just... Uh, sorry, I have to do it the slow way. It's kind of lame, but... But all right. Maybe your extension crashed. Yeah, it might have, yeah. That's possible. Nice. What? Yeah, because I get a plus ten if I take minus five to hit. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Great what weapon mastery. Never loving fuck. <laughs> Thoris can take that as well. Who? <laughs> Almost. It's bloodied immediately. Icker oh, squelches shit. all over you. Roll your second attack. All right. So we. All right. Let's see if I can hit it again. But uh. An 11? No. That one is going to fail. It glances off of... Your first one went right into its thorax. The second one bounces off one of its many limbs, bruising it somewhat, but failing to get the same results. Okay. Well... Do you... You get two attacks, right? Uh, yes. All right. Well, you better... I did... I I rolled... I rolled two attacks against it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you do have anything you want to do with your bonus action? Um... I... I don't think so. Um, okay. I have, yeah, I think I'm just gonna gonna chill. All right. Then bottom of the round. Back to the gigantic spider that was up in your business earlier. Now making its way over to our friends. What can this guy do? No, <laughs> oh, I know what can it it can do. It can turn invisible. <laughs> it weaves a spell over itself and fades from sight as its action. Mm. And it moves undetected through the net. Alan, it is your turn. There's a giant spider in your face. You may continue to play or you may end your song. With his eyes closed. Rapture into the mu- in the music. I'll protect you. Keep playing. He brushes off Lysha's hand. He brushes off the spell that was attempting to stop him. Nothing can stop this second verse. This powerful second <laughs> verse. <laughs> and he goes. He goes straight into it. I, so I've got the haste that I can use. Right. What is what is haste again? You can use two actions per turn. Yes. Is there any other effect of haste? Yes, you get advantage on 
advantage on your dexterity saving throws, plus two to your armor class, and your movement speed is doubled. All right, well, I am... I'm going to pop my haste, mm-hmm. and I am going to... Uh, I'm going to continue performing. And so for my first action, I would like to continue my performance. All right, roll performance check. Flat. A 26. 26. A 26. Um, I mean, I was going to perform a second time to give me, like, quasi-advantage, but <laughs> you know what? My uh, my second action is going to have to be something different now, I suppose. You could cast um, a spell as part of your song, essentially, if you'd like. Yeah, that's what I'm going to attempt to do, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, I am going to... I don't even know whether I have any anything that really works here. Uh, I'm going to cast oh here we go let's try this um i'm gonna cast invisibility as i swirl and dance around taken Mm -hmm. up by the music and by my own um by my own haste i suppose just moving faster than i ever perceived uh possible before he's playing through the fire and the flames on expert difficulty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll accidentally bump into Thoras and cast invisibility. <laughs> Wait, what? So I'm gonna. I don't think you have to be willing. I think it just says a creature. Yeah, a creature you touch becomes invisible mm-hmm. until the spell ends. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast invisibility on uh, on Thoras, and I'm also gonna use my bonus action to um, to inspire Thoras as well. Okay. I'm going to stop. The second chorus is where I've already built up enough self-confidence mm-hmm. to start inspiring the rest of my group. So I talk about how they took great courage from me and ascended to greater and greater heights. Mm-hmm. So this is where I, you know, I'm still saying that it was kind of because of me that they, that they found the strength within themselves. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, you know, wax lyrical in this second chorus about uh, in the second verse, sorry, about Thoras's ability to slay the giant. That's what this course... Uh, the fall of Hadrian. Course. Yeah, that's what this uh, stanza is about. Okay, Thoras, you feel yourself become invisible, but you're also hearing about that drag, that giant that you slew, and that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna... Go ahead and why don't you play that card out of your hand so that I can, now that it's been used... Oh, yeah. I'm going to put you... Uh, what do I do? I just drop it on the table? Yep. Like that? Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and yoink it. Oop, it's mine now. And I put, I put the haste on you. All right. These swarms of spiders, they none of them can approach. They're all just sort of enraptured by the sound, and they start to... This soft, uncomfortable squeaking sound as they do the crab dance, you know. Thousands and thousands of little <laughs> spider hands touching each other makes this weird subsonic noise. The gossamer daughter over here, I'm going to roll, but, you know, I have a 5% chance of making this, essentially. Don't get lucky. <laughs> no. Nope. Kind of close. No joy. Okay. I, I think you have reopened the lines of diplomacy for everything on the map 
once we go through the initiative order. If everyone here, like, if none of the spiders attack you, the door to diplomacy is open. Except for the one that um, Aaron's fighting. That one is just going to have to get splorched. Like, that ship has sailed. But yeah. How about the one that bit me? One that bit you, it's going to have to roll a save. And if it's enraptured, then, you know, unless you splorch it, which you go first, so splorching. Oh, I thought occur. you meant that we're just. Why okay, about never arachnomancer, though? Mm. I, I thought you meant that the lines of diplomacy are open, like we're going to start negotiations over silk deals. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's the idea. If yeah. none of us attack the spiders this at this isn't point. This the fucking East India Trading Company, bro. <laughs> if we stay calm and we don't attack the spiders, like the one that Aaron hit is already going to fight us no matter what. Trump me. If, I have to pretend if, to be some hey, broad. What do you want me to do? Not arguing. <laughs> but if you don't hit that spider, those silk trade discussions begin. Like, I'm, I'm not convinced Aaron may be fully cognizant of this at this time, though there's no way he missed this performance. It's echoing across and humming within, like, all all the webs, the gossamer webs strewn across the grotto have become part of the symphony as they ring out in in harmony with this chorus. Verse. Whatever. I'm going to roll a new wisdom saving throw for this one over here. Nope, nope. We're done. This this song, the second verse, is much better ah, than the first. Nice. Them. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's it for those those critters. Lysha, I have... Before you do anything, chat with like a word. <laughs> oh, dear. What have I done? Uh, you're going to draw a card from the 50 sub active god deck. Nice. Pog. Father mocking fun of a sitch. Just as everything <laughs> is turning out like slightly better, let's see how the, the, the turntables. Everything up roses and daffodils. Oh no. Okay, what does this say? Here. I am blind. I'm not sure why. I shrunk the window. I'm not sure why I can't see it. It's fl- oh, I know. It pops into my hand first. Mm-hmm. But like, go. I have, I have godlike uh, powers, oh, and I should be able to see go. everything. Avenging Angel. I can't read the subtitle. Oh, heavens open and Railta's mm. messenger appears. Except they can't. Can this is not the Starless Market. You were in the Starless Market earlier, oh. which is a unique place cut off from the Court of Stars. This place is not. Oh, lordy. <laughs> that is a fat act of God. Big. Um, please don't undo all the work we've done. No, actually, oh, this... Sure. That seems good. Except this is the person I have my bloody loan out to, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and these are some helpless, poor spiders that you should give money to. True, true. <laughs> Lysha, before I start positions. Uh, meddling with your agency, why don't you go ahead and take your turn, and we'll deal with this in a moment. What would you like okay. to do? Because it might change what I was going to do, I guess. Well, do, would you um, like me to go through with it first? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Alan's song resonates throughout the entire grotto as the the trees themselves ring out and the gossamer webs hum along like the string instruments of a chorus. Yeah, I'm good. And <laughs> right, I don't have a piece for him. Almost from the tree that you're all gathered around, Deertarith appears in a flash of light. No, I want 
and he as he appears he starts harmonizing with alan they start harmonizing with alan and they reach up to the branches of the of the glass tree and begin sculpting it into the shape of a harp what the... I love this dude. From the living yeah. glass. I love them. They 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 form this harp, and the strings are of gossamer, and the harp body is from this living glass tree, and the song echoes out across the entire grotto, and every single spider in the area shuts the hell up. Unless Aaron real quick wants... Like, everyone pauses, and if Aaron wants to do a quick... <clears throat> that's fine. <laughs> nah, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So, um, seeing this, oh, I was going to wild shape into a giant spider to try and be peaceable, but I don't, I can't, okay, okay, wait, but I can't speak when I'm a spider, I'm not level eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, for now, can I pass my turn? Can I hold my turn? Yeah. Uh, Thoras the Invisible, what would you like to do? So what the hell is a spider just bit me doing? It just stopped. It, like, it bit you, and it's got pieces of Goliath in its mandibles, and it stopped, and it's sort of swaying along with Alan and Deirterith, who's playing, like, the back back vocals and, and uh, you know harmony to what Alan is playing. Hmm. Yeah, now, th- there's an old Goliath saying that the uh, the softest part of a spider is the inside of it. Okay. And uh, so, so behind me, the heavens have opened up and mm-hmm. a glass harp has been crafted and molded out of a tree and it's playing this beautiful serene music. And the troubadour of stars who you've met before is the one playing it. <sighs> but I'm invisible and this spider in front of me just bit me. Mm-hmm. I'm still invisible, aren't I? You are still invisible. What's going on with this, with this spider's mouth in front of me? It's sort of drooping. Dude, okay. I'm I'm actually kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> God damn it. I'm invisible. I'm going to try and get away with something here. I'm going to project a giant spike out of my arm mm-hmm. into the mouth of the spider. <laughs> and I'm going to extend it while, while my hand is inside the mouth of the spider to just try and pierce it. <laughs> I'm so unhappy with you. <laughs> Uh, diplomacy, ladies and gentlemen. Diplomacy, diplomacy, my ass. The <laughs> You're the one got... who wants the fucking silk suit. They have to make it. And the vision I projected to their leader is fire and brimstone. If I, if <laughs> as the alternative. So listen, bow down to your Goliath overlord, and the first step is a making an a, a making a, a, an example of 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 this bloody spider. By literally turning my arm into a spike and piercing it from the inside. It's impossible to do anything with this party. <laughs> We're always working against each other. I am down for diplomacy, but there needs to be reparations for what it's done to me. 
in the meantime, I'm just singing, singing along. Uh, oh, spider, you have fucked up now. <laughs> it's Doesn't attacking make him visible again, just out of curiosity? Yes, it does. Thoros went and killed a giant. On fire and brimstone, he is reliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an attack. Roll it as if it was with your great axe, but we'll do the damage differently. And roll it Does with... Does it have to be a called shot out of curiosity? Because he said where he's going for. We're just treating it as an attack. If it does enough damage, it does enough damage. Enough, right? And he's close enough. Roll this attack with advantage because you are invisible and the spider is enraptured by a celestial harmony. That's weird. It's, it's not rolling. rolling. Yeah, for some reason, it's not rolling attacks into roll 20. Today. I wonder if it's borked for everyone. You guys haven't been making a lot of attacks tonight. Uh, you have to click on the attack and then op- in the right-hand corner, click the beyond 21. Otherwise, yeah, it just rolls it working. inside. Oh. It doesn't, it, yeah, it hasn't I, I mentioned earlier they just updated uh, Beyond D&D Beyond. So I'm not actually po- swinging my short bow. I'm just testing this. Mm-hmm. So it's a plus nine to hit normally, but I get a plus one d six damage on. Oh wait, no, that's just with my axe. Never mind. Yeah, and your axe you is enchanted as well. Your axe is enchanted at plus one. So why don't you give me one d twenty plus eight? Yeah, you're right. Spells are working fine, but the uh, attacks are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably because they just updated it. Well, you know, I was going to have Deer Terith try to, like, give you a bar. Oh, screw it. Deer Terith uses their reaction to reduce your attack with a uh, bardic inspiration. De- Deer Terith, the guy behind me? Yeah. Yeah, Deer Terith. Uh, he doesn't want me to attack? No, they, they are, um... Yeah, Deer Terith sort of showed up and was like, Oh, cool, we're negotiating. We're playing music for these spiders. Great, I'll join in. And they start playing the song... So they're going to use their reaction oh. to reduce your attack roll by 4 to an 18, which still hits. Well, I didn't realize that... Can we establish uh, Deertrith's preferred pronouns? Because originally I think it was he, and now if it's they, okay. Yeah, Thank yeah. It, there was some confusion like in Deertrith's first appearance, but uh, Deertrith is they, them. Cool. Yeah, the, so yeah, the, Deertrith appeared as like an envoy of peace. Though that, I wouldn't have known this, right? No, you might have felt yeah. the change come over the grotto. You might have like sort of experienced that emotional, uh, the the change in the atmosphere, as this mm-hmm. sense of wonder and beauty flowed over everything. But whether or not that would have gotten through to Thoras is entirely up to you. There is no in-game effect on Thoras at this time. I'm not under a rage, but Thoras is not a very forgiving person, right? You know that's, what I mean. That's why like, I, I haven't tried to tell you not to do it. Yeah. There's no compulsion in place. Uh, I so think you would, be... would definitely try to spear this spider. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it would fuck over the party. But he's he would... Yeah, he would. He's been bit by it. Okay. Roll 1d8 plus your strength mod. Wait. Okay. To come the fuck on! Wow. This is a blessing in disguise. The spider barely notices. Okay. You're invisible. How does it not notice a scary spike? Well, here's the the thing about combat, right? And hit points. Hit points are not meat points. 
hit points don't necessarily reflect how much your your like body has been physically destroyed. They represent your ability to defend yourself in combat because realistically, unless you're Boromir, and when Boromir was covered with arrows, he was in the negatives. He had a class feature that let him keep fighting, but you know, an arrow kills you. Even if you're Aragorn, even if you're a hero, an arrow kills you most of the time. So mm-hmm. when you get hit by an attack, if this was a movie, this would look the example I always give is the duel in Phantom Menace. Where Darth Maul is attacking and Qui-Gon's block, 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 block. In game, those were hits. And Qui-Gon lost HP right, because he right. was on the back foot. So there's always the easy cop-out of you did not act, you did not successfully spike through the spider. Okay, I see, I see. Especially since he only did like one less than one-sixth, near around one-seventh of its hit points. Now, if you All did right. more damage, if you didn't literally roll a one, <laughs> I would follow this through to his logical conclusion. But... Okay, okay. Yeah, take that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, as Peace Love and Kumbaya takes over the grotto, Thoras sulkily slaps it with his, you know, amazing extendo (laughs) arm, and it's sort of... (laughs) Alright. The Gossamer Mother, who's sort of in charge around here, will approach and... Hopefully not kill us all. You are confused. Do you bring blood? Or silver? I can't take part in this. I'm a long way away, gang. I'm singing. Silver? Silver? Alan, do we have silver? Don't stop singing. (laughs) <laughs> I, I carry on singing, but I, I weave into the verse mm. the incredible amounts of okay. gold and silver that we accrued over the course so, of our campaign. Thoros wouldn't know that he's tele- uh, telepathic, right? He, Correct. He, I mean, I would, I would have no inclination whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So Thoros would just begin projecting the thought. He'd be like, silver? Why would spiders need silver? He's going to just picture the spiders shopping in a market. Exchanging silver. Just a little scene. Unknowingly projecting it to the one who said it. Okay. Is that how your webs are so beautiful? (laughs) Silver. Thoras, an image comes back to you. Because clearly, you know, if this is like a low... The Gossamer Mother interprets this as, oh, a low sentience creature has basic empathy, but not true telepathy. I better speak back to it in images as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what comes back? Three images. One, Deirtrith and Alan and their song casting a silver light that spreads across the grotto. Two, another figure, powerfully built, uh, with literal, like, metallic silver skin, strumming some sort of a small musical instrument and singing, and the song is interwoven, very, very reminiscent of the song that Alan and Deirdreth are singing. And the third image is a faint glow, silver light outline of Aaron Vol. Hmm. Uh, well, okay. Oh. 
Okay. Because he's well, celestial, like the stars are silvery. <gasps> the uh, Thoras would just interpret this as mm-hmm. his brain coming to a conclusion of something. Mm-hmm. That was his idea. Yeah, this was my idea. The spiders. You made the this. Spiders. I made this. Thoras. <laughs> Thoras knows what they want. They want to eat Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Aaron, and, come over and, here. And also music. Aaron. Music. We need to protect you. Apparently, they want to eat you. What? Yeah. Oh my! I get in my ear first. The spider was attacking me. He's gone now. I guess Aaron can slow, like, slowly trudge back. Mm-hmm. Roll 1d8. Alright. You arrive Seven. on the other side of the island. Alright. Uh, guys, stop running away from me. I'm trying to come to you. <laughs> we haven't moved. You, I'm, I mean, I watch, I'm literally just watching you move away from me. I'll be there in a bit. <laughs> what? Uh, what? We haven't we haven't moved. Likely story. <laughs> uh we bring Wait, silver. Alright. Um uh, would, would would you trade us for silver? What do you want in exchange? They're all, they're all super into it now. Like, the spider, the huge one that was in Thoras' face, vanishes out of reality, just slips between worlds. And there are even more of them crawling around in the crevasses, approaching this scene. Go ahead. I don't know that I might be trying to trade Aaron. I think they mean the literal silver in Alan's pouch. I I don't, I don't think they use money. (laughs) Well, maybe they use the raw material to weave these webs. uh, Thoras, Thoras, Thunked it, but <laughs> I think they 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 use silver. They I they I think they think music and Aaron is silver. I don't know why. And Aaron, also oh, you're Aaron. speaking in the first person. Are you okay? <laughs> is <Petrol>. fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You Look mean a, a music and air? Well, we can give them music. But yeah, yes. Thoras thinks m- they mean music. Okay, but you said Aaron also. Aaron, what? Yeah. I'm coming. What <laughs> the fuck? I don't even sheep. see where you are. Oh, you're He's not visible on, on the platform. map. Yeah, can you guys keep? Why are you moving away from me? You can't ask me to come to you and then move at the same Actually, damn. Yeah, speed. where are you? He's yeah. out of your line of sight oh, because yeah, it's super dark. Yeah, you're out of our line of sight completely. Yeah. yeah, well, then I don't know why you called him to me. You can't see me. <laughs> I didn't call out. Uh, Aaron, would you like to cross the bridge? Uh, yes. Okay, great. Roll 1d8. Okay. One. <laughs> oh, one. No. <laughs> one! Oh. Hey. Whoa, damn. Did you just teleport me? That's cool. All right. Well, what is, what do you want? I think I think they might eat you. Well, they already tried to. I mean, why are you all just? We're here to trade here? songs of of silver. Aaron, get back here behind what, us. What am I, behind us. What, what am I? What are you? 
Why are we not finding the? Okay, there are a lot more here than I thought there were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more are coming. We're negotiating peaceably okay. when, because when they... Alan and them, they, I, I don't remember their name. Deertrith. Yeah. Deer, thank you, Deertrith. Alan yeah. and Deertrith have played such a beautiful silver song that we're all at peace now, and we're going to negotiate. Hmm? Are you all out of your fucking minds? What? Right, listen, I'm just gonna stand here. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. They're watch. not spiders. Gonna... They're fey. Right. They look like spiders. very respectful fey. Walks like a spider. Talks like a spider. Shits web like a spider. <laughs> I can do all of those things, and I'm still not a spider. Okay, that's gross. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shit like a spider. Never mind. You know what? No, you said shoot webs. No, I said I, I could, listen, I can, I can, anyway. Okay, you know what? I'm going to stand over here and clean my sword. And you guys, you guys can figure this out. Because I have no idea why we're just not killing all of them right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Sit, sit right there. Mm-hmm. At this Alaka, point, maybe at, come this way now. At this point, I am so high on my own performance. Mm-hmm. I'm just sucking my own farts to the point where I believe I am just the greatest performer of all time. Uh-huh. And I, hey, Thoras, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna climb up the tree whilst playing my dulcimer, mm-hmm. and I'm Don't gonna try and, mushrooms. I'm gonna try and play the harp. I'm gonna while he while while Deatrith is playing the low strings of the harp, mm-hmm. I'm gonna kick off my shoes and play the high strings with my toes whilst also <laughs> playing the dulcimer and singing at the same time. The forbidden technique! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am useless in these negotiations. I am just trying to weave the greatest bardic song known to mankind. Okay, roll a performance check with disadvantage. Hold up. I will boost Alan. So that you Ow. don't have to use what do you mean? any upper body strength. Oh, he's going to pull you get me up the tree. He's holding your, your torso, I'm so your, your, your toes torso. and your hands are all free to go. And you still have free. my guidance. Nice. Okay, Thoras, roll okay. an athletics check to assist with this hands and toes duet. And my axe. And my nice. axe. Yeah, okay. You one arm just press him into position. <laughs> Were you a cheerleader, Thora? <laughs> well, I was a great leader. Just... Okay, roll. This is ridiculous. <laughs> roll performance check, Josh. A flat one? Yes, because the disadvantage is cancelled out by Thoras benching you. I'm not 20! Oh, come on. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> the greatest toe-harpist of all time! <laughs> uh, I kick my shoes off. I, I rip off my socks with my teeth while still playing the dulcimer. I'm kind of grinding it out. I'm tearing them off. I'm throwing my socks off the side of the tree. <laughs> and while being bench-pressed into the air, I, I, I shall dearness make way, make way for my sleight of toes. And I, <laughs> and I tickle those top strings like they've never been tickled before. <laughs> I produce harmonies at the same, same resonance as my voice and my fingers upon the dulcimer. 
And, and the tale I weave is one of the future, Joe. It's one of the future. I tell about the great things we're going to do in the future. I don't care that I'm giving away our plans. I, I'm, I'm talking about us acquiring the Book of Dawn and becoming the most powerful band respected among the world. We've restored order to the entirety of civilization and expunged a magical dragon from existence. The Gossamer Daughters bow at our feet after... Uh, after whoa, being our respected, after being our respected trade partners in in pure <laughs> thanks, they bow at our feet for for all of the greatness that we've bestowed <laughs> upon them and their kind. <laughs> you broke, Joe. Okay, okay. Um, tell us that was the tribute, all the greatest song in the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If, uh, if anybody can create this image in any media whatsoever my brain cannot so that would be appreciated you're happy you're stuck with it forever you perform a a song that would make bendis ramble tune himself blush in envy a song that will echo throughout the trees of Glassweb Grotto and be hummed in half-remembered melody by the tiny, the thousands of tiny spiders to their thousands of tiny young over the tiny spider generations for the next thousand years until the next star is born. By playing this glass harp with your goddamn toes, it will never be forgotten. <laughs> in, uh... Oh, God. Deertrith wonders why they're here, but is down for it. (laughs) (laughs) And in exchange, they weave Thoras. They... You see an image projected into your mind of a glorious new suit woven by the spiders to be perfectly fitting. All woven around your living body and the spiders begin to creep towards you as if to do yes, that. Yes, well, here's, here's what Thoras shall do. Hmm? Thoras, like the scene in... Uh... God, what what was it? Okay, here's what Thoras will do. It, as this image is projected into him, he walks forwards, mm-hmm. opens up his arms in a T-pose, and just falls into the, into the gap. Okay. And just lets himself be taken by the spiders. Thoras, okay. if you get your suit and I don't get my gift for the queen, it, it's going to be a thing. <laughs> okay, you fall and are caught in a net, and then the spiders begin to weave this fine, nearly transparent, and the way they weave it around itself, it catches music in every fold. And the light of the stars echoing off the glass trees shines in this fantastic new suit worthy of the one that was made for you by the angels themselves except now in biodegradable spider silk uh add one ridiculously fancy gossamer suit to your inventory uh lysha what do you want for your gift i seek a dress worthy of a sylvan queen of the of the seely court Mm, Seely, important note. Okay. Uh, they begin weaving one and it, it hangs like the, over the glass tree, like a mannequin or, you know, a dress hang. And they begin to weave this fantastic dress. Uh, but they tell you as, as thousands of spiders weave around and around, 
they have made the fabric, but you will need to find the color for it and the pattern for it. You will need to catch something in this gossamer. Gossamer can catch sunlight. It can catch music. It can catch memories, all sorts of impossible things. They have given ah. you a beautifully made dress, and it's up to you to imbue it with something of your choice. Um. Okay, and I was I, my, the second part of my request was going to be a veil fit for an unseely queen, um, if possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so into the dress, if they obviously they've granted the first part, which is the most important to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to kind of try and turn uh, and warn warn the spiders to shield their eyes, mm-hmm. and I will cast daylight into the dress. Okay, um, it's not. As harmful as one would think to these particular fae. Okay. They they are like stunned and blinded, but they don't. Their bodies don't shrivel up, and they don't. So it would have given you a combat advantage, but it wouldn't have instantly killed them. So now That's... you have a dress that glows with like sunlight, of a gift worthy for a sealy queen. Alan, do you have any asks while you're here? You rolled a natural twenty with your goddamn toes. I'm not going to give you the Bruh. world, but if you want something. He he's just playing. He doesn't even realize that there's a gift exchange happening right now. He's still. He wants just a veil fit for an unseely queen. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Fine. I would allow myself in mm. this instance to be deceived and have Lysha receive my gift. He's just. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm lost in the source. If anything, I'm just getting more and more attached to this harp. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Uh, I'll be sad to leave the harp. The harp is sort of part of the furniture, so removing mm. it is is a big ask. Aaron, they crowd around you strangely, and they all you, you can hear them whispering as if they expected you to be the one making music. You're the one with silver in your blood, though not so much. Only a little. Do you sing at all? Will he sing? Will he play? Do you sing? Can I, can I hear this? Yes. Some of them speak common. The Gossamer daughters are capable of speaking common. Okay. I mean, Aaron's sitting cross-legged cleaning his sword right now, just kind of... Mm, more supernatural bullshit. As, yeah, ignorant is, of, of as much as is possible, because frankly, he doesn't really get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess he looks up and says, Do you want me to play? Aaron looks around. Um, Lysha, what are they asking me to do? Uh, they'd like you to sing, but if you can't, I suggest you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Errol looks back to the spiders, a frown on his face, and then he pops wings. Ooh. Uh, Toy Story, Little Green Men. Oh. <laughs> he's, looking to try, he's, just, he's looking around just to try and see if he's getting a reaction. They're yes. impressed. This is the other. This is like the other one. This is like the first one. It smells the same. Now, Lysha's wondering if her ancestor or the founder of her tribe was part celestial. Who was it that came before me? The silver one. He sang a sweet song. 
Oh, yeah. All right. His blood Aaron, smelled like yours. Aaron is going to attempt to sing a song. It's a bawdy ballad from uh, many of the bars that he... Uh, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what they're expecting of him, really. He's quite confused. Mm-hmm. So it will be uh, it will be a bawdy ballad about a um, a man with one foot vastly shorter than the other that went from town to town somehow using his incredible wit and charm to seduce uh, the prettiest ladies in each village, uh, arousing the anger of the men until he was chased from village to village. Please tell me you have performance abilities. Um. Well. Yes. <laughs> no. I mean, look. It's not too bad. But once. Once. Once yes. me and. Once I realize that he's he's doing this, I'm going to change my song to uh, to be like backing vocals and backing song mm-hmm. for for Aaron's body ballad, which I assume if it was a famous one that I would be somewhat familiar with because mm-hmm. I am a bard. Yeah, so, I, he probably is. It's, I think it's pretty common. All right, oh, is- John of the Stump, John of the Stump. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm giving the ladies a bump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can think of day and night. It was a juicy cut of rump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you can get advantage from Alan's backup, and Alan can use Bardic Inspiration as well, which is, right. that's up to a D8 these days, right, Alan? It is, yes. Great, so... Right, do I need er- to decide to use Bardic Inspiration before the... No, like, you, may make, only- you may make your roll with advantage first, and then before I give you the outcome, you may... Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely take the I'll take the D eight. There, okay. there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll one D eight. Oh, and it's a one. <laughs> okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. The vibe you get oh. is that they're amused. They listen. They sort of sway back and forth. This is this is very much like the others' song, except the others' song was more poetic, but also more lewd. <laughs> mm. Aaron is doubly confused by this because if this has anything to do with Azamar, the only example of an Azamar he has is one that is extremely tawdry by the book, you know, very, very um, mm-hmm. uh, lawful good. So that's it. he's a bit confused by this. Um, perhaps the one that came before me uh, had. Greater tales to to tell. I follow in his footsteps, and uh, I'm quite sure the the music that sings in my blood is only going to become more uh, uh, rapturous as my as my deeds grow to match and my level increases. No, oh, right, no, you did. <laughs> my you... Level increases. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great. Well, um, barring any other business here, they spin you this sun-filled dress. You have a veil that is not yet imbued with anything. Thoras has this fantastic suit that's also not yet imbued with anything, but it's, it fits, like, you know, amazingly. Uh, and... As, go ahead. As I, um, as I come out of my uh, serotonin-fueled revelry, mm-hmm. <laughs> just the endorphins flowing through my brain, as I kind of come back to reality, I'm going to... Uh, I'm gonna plead with Deatrith. Mm-hmm. That's his name, right, Deatrith? Yeah, that's their okay. name. Oh, uh, that's their name. I'm mm-hmm. gonna plead with them for uh, for them to make me a a smaller version of the of the harp, the glass harp that they made, something mm-hmm. that I can take with me as a reminder of this incredible 
tune that I they're, blessed the Gossamer sisters with. They're making gold clothes for you. They, they already made you a veil, Alan. A what? No, no, no. He's he, he's not asking the spiders. He's asking Deertrith, who just showed oh, up for the ultimate jam uh, session. It was, it was Deertrith that made the harp in the first place, yes? Like, that's yes. what I perceived, at least. Like, transformed the tree into a living glass harp, yes. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you this, Alan. If you fulfill your debt with a true heart to truly help someone... I'll know, and I will make such a harp. Uh, a, uh, a, a, a real it pains act of me, kindness. Beatrice. It pains me. It's almost as if you know I was considering scamming my way out of that debt. <laughs> what? You? I would never uh, think such harmful thoughts of you. Of course not. Uh, very well. I just can't give gifts when there's toes, an outstanding debt, you know? My toes have never experience such musical delights i must have it again i i accept i proffer one of my feet to shake his hand yeah they <laughs> they, they shake your foot with their foot it's the custom so everyone's what, you, watching Deirdre. everybody get stuff made for them mm-hmm. everyone loves loot in gear he's very jealous <laughs> how is it all of you get things thoris you i mean i guess your suit kind thoris of isn't even here right thoris is in the hole Thoris emerges from the hole like on a spite, you know, like James Bond style, suspended on on the <laughs> web as they reel him up. Behold! He's just resplendent in this spider silk suit as they extract him. The very latest, they'll be talking about this fashion for years in Lightery. And in the high halls of Nenry, no elven alpha mage has ever worn such glory. I'm gonna try Thoris, and I'm kind of clean. I'm not gonna lie. Just <laughs> <laughs> really stretch all the fibers of it. It it like does not. It, it goes right back to its original form. It flexes with you, bends, and restores to its full pliancy. Unbelievable! How delightful, Thoras. Uh, although a little ostentatious for a Goliath, I think. I have never heard of that country. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Aaron, did you have a request? I do. Uh, this the Arachnomancer, by the way. Who, who is the leader of this cohort? The Arachnomancer is the uh, well, the step block of an Arachnomancer will be playing the part of the Gossamer Mother, who is the the matriarch of the Gossamer Daughters. I see, uh, and that is that is the Gossamer Mother. There is it. Yes. Okay. Um, Aaron's in midair right now. I guess so. Uh, he will fly over and alight in front of the Gossamer Mother. Mm-hmm. A great weaver or artisan of the finest apparel any of us have ever seen. I have but one boon to beseech of thee. Now that we have solidified, well, now that we have entered into a partnership, I would solidify uh, our arrangement for generations to come. I would gladly take your hand in marriage. Ah, oh, yes, oh. yes. <laughs> you know, that, I, I think that is... Um, a grand idea. I, there's just a couple. Listen, I have, I have, um, I have kids, so I don't, you know, like they. I, I'm not a house. They're like normal. They they live in a village. I'm, listen, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll, 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 we'll work it out. Uh, they don't know who I am. So, um, if if I told them that my that their father was an adventurer and went around, they, you know, I don't know what they think of me. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm. 
I, I Congratulations, Erin. Shut up, Lysia. I'm, t- I'm <laughs> negotiating here. I'm going to strum on the large harp. Here comes the bride. Great lady of Gossamer. Ruffles and silk. Uh, in my culture, it is common uh, to solidify the bond of marriage um, by exchanging a drop of blood. Uh, uh, yours would, of course, fall upon my blade and then mine upon wherever. And then, in my culture, we would never see each other again. But in our other's <laughs> hearts, we would always remember one another. But it, it, is, it, is, it is a covenant that, you see, I mean, my people are quite reclusive, you know. Um, yeah, we, we, we mate for life. So, so well, we're not going to mate, actually. Forget that. We mate for life. <laughs> She's a thing. She's going to know if you ever marry somebody else. I would take a token uh, and then, yes, I would hold that close because I have many dangerous uh, um, adventures to to undergo and I would not not like my uh, betrothed to uh, experience such hardship, you know. um, Deception? Look, roll deception, please. Out of game, Aaron's, what Aaron is trying to do is actually access some of the power of, of this gospel. Oh, I picked up on that. Don't worry. Okay. I, I right. picked up on that. Roll deception check. Oh, fuck me, dude. <laughs> what is your deception like? <sighs> uh, oh, amazing! Oh. It's incredible is what it's like. Wow. Oh. Wow. Holy shit. Um, so, yes. Um... <laughs> What, the, what, 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 what say you? I mean, wait, in fairness, in fairness, my my understanding is that the, the, this entity I'm speaking to looks roughly humanoid in, in nature. I mean, as yes, far as I can beautiful the upper body, beautiful up, fairy upper body, mm-hmm. spider lower body. Gotcha. I don't really intend to lose my junk to raise a sharp spinner. <laughs> so uh, forget about the, the macy part and uh, yeah, see what she thinks. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> uh. <laughs> You got some weird matrimony over where you come from. Not gonna lie about that. That's 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 very odd. Uh, this honestly sounds a lot more like the the court chivalry thing. The chivalrous knight who takes a token from a lady and then remembers him her fondly as he goes off to die horribly in battle somewhere. It's very romantic, very poetic. Me? <laughs> what? Could there be anyone but Aaron Volvo? Really? Oh, I mean. If you want to do the whole exchanging of tokens, courtly love thing, I'm here for that. We don't have to make it anything fancy, or I, actually, yeah, that is pretty fancy. But no, I'm fine with that. That's what Aaron is is uh, yeah is suggesting. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So some of your blood, some of my blood, yeah, and lots of angst. Uh, yes, definitely, lots of uh, anxi- separation, anxiety, uh, pining, mm-hmm. a lot of pining. Pining, uh, yeah, no, pining's good. Pining. Pining's great. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, only oh, and doesn't that, Aaron, doesn't that also mean that they can no longer attack a member of your race should they come here? Huh? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Just I trying mean, to do some good for well, your no. people. Yeah, We're like you... these great families together. I, you know, I, I descended from farmer, but, uh, you know, an honest one. So. Don't yeah. the, uh, don't the... <laughs> Don't the Asimar normally donate an ear to their betrothed as well? Uh, yes, you see that that is true. But as you can see, um, your I, ear, I, I, your I, hearing I, I is a little bit, Aaron. Your hearing is a little bit muffled, and it's really like ticklish. And as you look over, your glowing light ear is being cocooned bit by bit. Uh, and yes, also, darling, uh, if you would, um, that <laughs> over there, I, I require that. Yeah, um, I'm not entirely <laughs> celestial, so. To interface with this, you know, this this dreaded, you know, mortal plane, this rather 
you know, bourgeois existence, these, these humans and elves. You know, I, I need that to, you know, to, to bridge uh, the gap between my divinity and their normality. You know, I need to uh, hear their cries for help and, but, and, and cheers of adulation in the, you know, when I get back. So the ear isn't a token of your undying affection. Uh, well, um, it, I, hmm. That's what his penis is for. <laughs> it is, it is. You can leave that if you want. <laughs> well, you see, no, I don't think you want to. That's you don't want to know where that's been. Listen, I yes, but no. You see, in my culture, <laughs> it's quite more common to rem- to maintain our extremities because we keep ourselves as pure as possible for one another. As you know, as the years go by and we may be apart by many, many leagues, you know, we we keep ourselves. In He's making you a vow of celibacy for the rest of his life. Uh, well, that uh, sounds awful. <laughs> Yes, no, it is awful. Uh, it's actually terrible. It's a, it's a very Holter thing. Um, they're odd, though. I mean, she used to be bald, and that was weird, and, you know, she forgot about it for ages. That's how strange these people are. So, anyway, uh, your what? blood, my oh, blood, oh. Um, we, 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 we go on away, and, um, and yes, you continue this fantastic... God, Aaron, I've never heard you talk so much in my life. <laughs> it's because he never gets to do anything for the last five episodes, because we fight, and then it's just magical bullshit, and Aaron's left there standing holding his sword that's with nothing true. to kill. Oh, so. that's right. You exchange names on your wedding day. Uh, listen, she makes sunlight, uh, so, you know, um, if, if she stays here too much longer and she starts to, you know, stress out... It could be sunlight, and that, that you know it would be bad. These holder are really um, unpredictable, you know. I mean, just just look at her, and like, what part of look? I mean, she looks ridiculous. She could, she turns into a spider, but can't even speak to them. Like, how how is that normal? I wouldn't trust her. <laughs> I can That's speak to saying. them, but not when I'm a spider. Out. I'm sorry, what? I can speak to spiders, just not when I, I am see, a spider. I can't even understand that the language. Elvish is so strange. Anyway, so <laughs> we will make this exchange, and we will, we will connect our bloodlines forever. And then, and then we'll be on our way. That would, yes. <clears throat> All right. Put it, political alliance and pining. Blood for blood. Yes. yes. In, in, incredible amounts of pining. I, I'm already, um, I'm already feeling. Anyway, uh, Aaron slices his hand and proffers it. <laughs> this pact is sealed. Uh, yes. You know, in, 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 a, in a figurative sense, in like a, you know, like a spoken uh, agreement. Without she any grabs your hand and. <laughs> Take oh. two points of damage. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I appreciate your uh, in- enthusiasm. And then Aaron will present his sword. <laughs> just give me a fucking... <laughs> just give me something, bitch. <laughs> All right. She takes her hands and runs them on either side of the sword, leaving a, a trail of this shimmering blood along it. And the sword drinks it up and it just vanishes into the sky steel itself which will do something really cool that I will figure out in a moment. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and what a momentous day it is. I turn to face everyone. Friends, uh, well, none of you really country. Well, you're a countryman, Alan. I think we're from the same country. Thoris, God knows where the fuck you came from. Um, Yes, this is a grand occasion, and the best way to celebrate this would be to get the fuck out of here immediately because the more distance I put between myself and my lover, the more the quickly I can pine for the more quickly more I can... Yes. yes, let the pining begin. <laughs> oh yes. So, mother, um, in order for his pact to be fulfilled, you need, can we? Can you show us the way out of here? Oh, yes. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> Leave with our blessing. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I feel very blessed. <laughs> okay. So you depart the whole grotto still humming with the melody that you imbued into the the trees themselves and the silk hanging between them uh Deertrith gives you a bow and vanishes back into the same same shimmering starlight leaving behind the transformed glass harp which will remain there indefinitely 
uh, a permanent feature of the grotto as you return to the unseely lands and then a particularly large spider scuttles out reluctantly gives Aaron back his ear and then <laughs> uh runs back in and you are able to return to the court of Pwamnak Korkrai, the Lady Rowan. Ah, you know what? I might have preferred it in the spidery place. Uh, on the way, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, take hold of the veil mm-hmm. and cast light into the veil. Okay. Because that feels dark and creepy, and hopefully I haven't just made it a necrotic veil that will try and hurt her. But even if I have, maybe you she'll said, like that. She wait, can put it on you other said people. blight with a B? Yes. Okay, I thought you said light, and I was like, that's a cantrip, and that's lame. Um, so blight with a B, the fourth level spell. Okay, yeah. The, the veil remains intact, but it takes on this shadowy, effervescent quality, obscuring everything that it touches in this, this sort of slimy, oily... And whenever it touches flesh, the flesh begins to wither and age at a supernatural rate. Okay, I'm going to wrap that one up uh, carefully mm-hmm. in my pack. Not to touch it <laughs> mm-hmm. ever again. <laughs> cool, cool, excellent, cool. And when you return, things are largely as you left them. Uh there's a new set of corpses on the ground. Somebody else got too excited and got torn apart in the... You know how it is. It's a it's a dark elf party. Oh. Things get things get wild. Uh, oh, cool. The music kicked back in. Have I... Does Has everyone had the opportunity to do whatever they wished to at the Glasswhip Grotto or on the way over? Yes. Yep. Excellent. Do you wish, do you have any business in the court of the Lady Rowan? She's eager to see your return and is ready to help you fulfill your bargain whenever you are. I have a gift for the Lady Rowan Hmm. so that I am no longer in, uh, as a a symbol and repayment for my gratitude for your hospitality and your direction to the Glasswebb Grotto. I have brought you this veil. And I carefully, like, pull it out, like, using my cloak to touch it and not my mm-hmm. hands. I suggest being careful about skin touching it. Um, it has some unique properties. But she, the sisters themselves weaved it for you. She just grabs it with her glowing, pale, long, clawed fingers. It doesn't seem to have any effect on her. She runs it through her hands. She gives it a sniff. And the faintest trace of a smile passes her unflappable lips as she accepts your gift. Hmm. You are welcome in our court, Lysha Norwellen. Why did we go to the grotto again? Um, for a gift for me, for the for the queen of the Seely Court. But so that I could repay such kindness as taking us there, the suggestion for the gift, we also brought a gift for the Unseelie Queen. Hmm. She she basically, if I recall correctly, and it's been a couple weeks because of what happened last time, she was going to help you get to the grotto safely to get your gift that you needed, and you were going to repay her for that by killing a dragon for her, but Thoras can keep its head. Yes. So I've repaid her for her, her hospitality. We're even. We're we're even Stevens. 
Oh, yeah, and now you can eat the food safely because you've given the gift of hospitality. That's right. No, very good, very good. Um, Didn't actually know that, but that's great. I'm going to ask the Lady Rowan mm -hmm. whether she's aware of any huge beasts in a literal sense, in a in a D and D five E sense, <laughs> are you aware of any uh, any any huge beasts that you have roaming around in the uh, the the woods around here? Any um, apes, crocodiles, treants, <laughs> anything of the sort? Treants would be around here. Crocodiles and apes would not. She could mm. send you to a place that has those creatures. I'd rather do these things on my own. Thank you, Lady Rowan. I, I'd rather stick with my party as well. Mm -hmm. Trans, you say? Yes. Now, are you looking to awake? Let's just pull up yeah. the curtain. Are you looking for a big tree to turn into a, uh, to awaken? Because that wouldn't be a treant. A treant is already awake. I know a treant is already awake, but I can, uh, I think, Oh no, because they have intelligence, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. So they have intelligence. So but that if, wouldn't it, work. No. If a creature that was a plant is a non-intelligent yeah. plant creature, does your magic work on that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. A non-intelligent plant. Yes, yes, it would work. It just has to be a beast or a plant. And so I'm looking for something suitably, suitably powerful to uh, mm -hmm. to to begin with. Um. But yeah, I thought that that might be a good thing to do while while we're hunting the dragon is to have a have a little side look for any large beasts. There, but of course, there are always trees. Yeah, there are always trees. There are all manner of fantastic beasts, and she knows where to find them, uh, as well <laughs> as as well as trees. But such knowledge will not come without price. It will not come for free. Well, uh, thank you, Lady Ron. I'll, <laughs> I'm not willing to pay. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Good enough. Do you need to take a rest before you go back to the mortal world? She can hold back the, she also offered to hold back the streams of time for you. That will also not be a gift. Mm. I think we want that, right? We don't want like Alan, billions of billions of years. You were looking for animals. You could have told Yes, Lysha, I'm not certain that you would be on board with what I'm planning to do to the animals. That's... And nothing painful at all, but some subjugation. Lysha, he's, a, he's a friend to animals. Remember, I can make animal animal friends, a rhinoceros. I, can, I can commune with nature and find, you know, the prevalent yes. animals in the area. I'm really looking for another spirit animal, essentially, yeah. Lysha. You another... another one. You need so mm -hmm. broken after the first one got... I... Juice. Incredibly torn up after my spirit rhinoceros was melted by the Lady Rowan, um, and I'm I'm really looking for another. The, the bigger so, and more powerful, the better. Are we leaving immediately to go find the dragon, or will we be resting here tonight? Oh, you're welcome to rest here for the night, and she can send you on your way in the morning. Well, then, uh, before we go to bed for the evening, Alan, if you want to come into the woods with me, I'll help you find some, and you can search for your new spirit animal. Hmm. Let me think about this, because I would have to have some way of actually holding them in place for eight hours as well. So this might be more of a task than can reasonably be accomplished in one evening. Oh, is this planar would... binding? Because I could have used that too. Uh, no, no, it's it's awakened, but it's an eight-hour casting thing. Um, I have to figure out a way to hold a fey in place for one hour, which I have no idea how to do. 
Oh, oh. you can do that with a circle. Yeah, you can trap a fey in a circle. Oh, well, I don't but, have that spell prepared right now, so. No, neither do I. Um, no, thank you, Lysha, but I think this is a task for perhaps another time. Though I am going to, uh, I'm going to take a walk and I'm going to walk and try and find a big fucking tree. Cause okay. I, uh, before okay. we, we, we do that. We have about half an hour left. There's one thing that I need to do. But before we do that, I just want to give everyone a chance. Is there any business you have to attend to? Anyone you wish to speak with in the court of the Lady Rowan, Thoras? I'm going to try and find out where those steroid trees are. <laughs> where are the, the gains at? Yeah, where are the gains? Can, hmm, I'm going to think really hard about and where would that tree even be? In the general direction of the guy I was speaking to. I'm just going to look at him and think, you know where? Do I... Are you muttering this kind of shit around me? Because I'm also thinking about looking for a tree. So I would be willing to team up. If, you, if you're if you muttering anything about some steroid tree, that I mean, that immediately is going to trigger me. tree of games. Uh, I can make hmm. any animal my friend and do what I wanted to for 24 hours. That sounds lovely. I'm thinking of something more long-term, more... One month well, I'm kind of thing. Still for for oh. eight hours. I could oh. ask him to. That would be hmm, that would be delightful. I, I'll I'll get back to you in the future though, Lysha. I'm going to test this first on oh, something okay. a little more stationary. Thoras is attempting to telepathically communicate about the tree to the gigantic swole fairy guardians. Is what he's doing here. Well, I, I don't know how that I'm doing that. No. I'm just thinking. I just saw him and I thought, mm -hmm. God, you know, that tree. be nice if I knew where it was. Okay. You receive back, again, sort of whatever language you use to communicate is the language you get responded to. So you see images of those two Shadow Fey guards, much like pre-Captain America transformation, right? They're not the size of a bus. They're just live... Uh, sort of gray fleshed much more slender and much more like your traditional fairy yeah. elf kneeling before the lady rowan and the lady rowan leads them to a grove surrounded by these gigantic trees sort of pulsing and bubbling beneath their bark and she brought them there and gave them a knife, and they cut the bark and drank from the bark. And that's then they were in unimaginable pain, writhing around on the ground. And then when they came to, they were absolute units. But all the images, is. all the images, it is in a, the location is the Lady Rowan. That is what they are essentially responding. Lady Rowan is the tree? Or rather, she controls where they are. This is the other world. Geography is a guideline at best. The location of the trees is under her purview. Well, so whatever. locate animals or plants work on this? That's a definite maybe. <laughs> but I'm not telling anyone else this. I'm just kind of muttering, well, mm -hmm. steroid tree. <laughs> Did you say the word steroid tree out loud within my hearing because i muttered it are there well, steroids in this world <laughs> yes because remember like thoras talked to the gods and everyone i ever heard them talking about where they got like so fucking jacked from 
We, we, we can assume they're using a lore-appropriate equivalent, yeah. but uh-huh. yeah. Thoris, you're muttering about some kind of tree. I was about to go and have a wonder for a tree myself. Perhaps the same tree. It's futile, Alan. I learned that word recently. It's mm. a good wow. word. Oh. Futile. Are you what using you it correctly? <laughs> yes. I'm very what? good at finding trees. It's futile. What? what? Why? Cannot be done. The The tree does not exist. Okay. There's a lot of trees around here. There are a lot of trees that this do exist. Tree, this tree does not exist without a great penance. Another what? word I learned recently. <laughs> what tree are you talking about, Thoras? How do you know of trees? The tree where you suckle on the roots and gain unimaginable power. Do you know anything more about the tree? Could you describe it to me? I would chew some bark if I got swallowed. I don't know why. It is Lady Rowan. What? She's not a tree. Have you learned only just how to use metaphor? Is that what we've established? I should use this. Do you know what its leaves Mm. look like or the bark of its trunk? How big or small? It is a is huge it a conifer? Metaphor. Is it a huge metaphor? <laughs> I think you're using the word metaphor wrong, Thoras. <laughs> uh, the, the tree is not a good objective. It will bring only pain. Okay. Pain and suffering. Your mm. tiny body could not handle the swole. Mm. Only my mighty Goliath body can. Hmm. Oh well, a, great chat. A, a swing and a miss. I have no idea what you're talking about, Thoris. I'm going to go. <laughs> I, I have one dragons to slay. The two, the two guys are here. They're here at the corner. They're, they're literally standing by the the throne. They are you happy to answer your questions. questions. Yes, you can ask them. I, ask who? The the two swallow patrol. Ask them about what? A tree? The a tree. steroid tree? The tree that they suckled on for their power. I think you've gone insane. <laughs> I'm gonna keep polishing my axe. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore all of this. <laughs> I think this is just Thoras descending into madness. Mm-hmm. He didn't make any sense. That tends to happen to your walk. companions along the way. Uh, yeah. Alan goes off on a walk. Lysha, Aaron, anything from the two of you? I, I don't think I know. The food's not really edible. Um, and as a married man now, I'm pretty responsible about the drinks. So. Uh, no, I think, I think I'm good. And Lysha? I'm just feeling pleased that I'm no longer in her debt and starving for the first, you know, it's been a long time, so I'm going to eat and drink. Okay. I finally, I actually don't realize that it's safe at this point. I just know I'm hungry and thirsty. That's fair. All right, we'll get back to the spread uh, in a moment. The available food. Alan, mm. tell me what you're doing as you walk off into the forest. I'm trying to find a normal-looking tree. A, a, a normal-looking, middling-sized tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't really know what the trees around here look like, so I don't know how long it would take me to find something like that. They're all pretty spooky. They're all pretty mm. spooky. The spookiest one is the one after you've gone on your walk for a good half hour, hour, is the one just ahead of you that has something moving and whirring and buzzing in its boughs. 
mechanical kind of yeah mechanical sort of clicking going on fucking bollocks i hate that kind of noise i mean i oh lord almighty i will cast invisibility upon myself and approach it very quietly Mm -hmm. the same device that appeared in your room in the village of Khraidur, a sort of mechanical clockwork beetle filled with gears and wheels with long piercing mandibles buzzes quietly to itself in the tree. Can I see if it does it appear to be acting with any kind of purpose? Is it acting like a normal beetle, scuttling, searching for food, eating water, anything? It's just waiting. It just appears to be kind of chilling. Mm -hmm. Then I shall. hmm. Then I shall be. Oh, uh, perhaps you can ask me a question. Uh, mm-hmm. Answer me a question. If I my awaken spell mm-hmm. requires me to uh, cast for eight hours on mm-hmm. and on an agate crystal that uh, disappears, it's consumed at the end of it. Mm-hmm. If does it only get consumed when I finish the spell? If I am interrupted, does it get consumed? No, it does not get consumed. Okay, well then I am going to sit quietly. Um, Within eyesight of this whirring mechanical beetle. Casting a spell that has a long duration is the same as concentrating on a spell. So it knocks off my... Damn it. Well then. Well, well, well. We have returned in accordance with the design and previous communications. Is it talking to me? It's talking. Oh, I just I... figured out what this mechanical is beetle is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I stay oh. quiet, but I am now surprised, and I'm looking around at my surroundings to see if there's anything else that I can tell it's talking to. Who of us... Erin doesn't know about this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody knows that I made a deal. I can't None even remember what my deal, deal was. The parameters have changed. I stay silent. Um, Alan, what is that? Oh, I'm off on my own. Yeah, like okay, he's on off on a walk on his own. It waited. All right. Events are occurring in advance of the design. This must be rectified. You will assist. <laughs> I'm going to begin to slowly back away and see if the beetle notices. No response just yet. I'm going to continue backing away. Failure to assist posits an integral threat to the firmament. We are Borg. Uh, Resistance is futile. I'm going to try and dredge up my memory for what I even spoke to this dumb beetling shit about previously. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, yeah. So, if I recall correctly, the 
the voice of the Eschaton clock had expressed interest in collaborating with you, but did not want to give details because it knew that your destination was the Court of Stars, and the Court of Stars would detect any official pact in place. Mm. And it had promised to provide assistance, resources, bolster your cause, you know, help out your family endeavors, etc. Something yeah. to that effect. But it essentially said it would be in communication after you returned from the Court of Stars. Did I agree to anything? Nothing formal. Um, no pact okay. was made. Again, it didn't want to agree to anything in case the Court of Stars could detect it. And I didn't speak to the Court of Stars about it, did I? Yes, you did. Oh, no, you, I did. I you did. said I... you offered to be a double agent. Oh, I th no, I thought I offered to be a double agent about the snake. Did I offer to be a double agent about both? Somebody check oh, the you vibe. Are, you are so stupid, Alan. <laughs> Pretty sure it was just the snake, because I don't think the Court of Stars knew about the Eskanon clock. No, I did. I told definitely them. promised something. I, 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 I seem to recall. I seem to recall you unforced bringing that up. I do have that memory. Yes, Chad, I, Chad I is saying it was just tried the snake. To conceal the snake and proffered my information no, about no, the Eskaton clock. No, if to, that's the case, to... you absolutely sold out the snake. Chad is saying it was just a snake, and I know, I know no, that you you told them about the snake. snake. All right. It wasn't, it wasn't when just. The, I was forced to talk about the your snake. room. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the the incident. What I'm saying is, what did I reveal to the Court of Stars? Now, my understanding of it was that I was originally intending to tell them about the Eschaton clock in order mm -hmm. to keep the snake hidden. But then somehow throughout the conversation, the snake got brought up as well, and I was forced to reveal that too. That's... And I think I agreed to be a double agent. In order mm -hmm. to keep the snake. I don't think I agreed to be a double agent for the Eschaton clock, but I can't remember. Well, I mean, what the fuck Which would I makes pacts much more difficult to uphold. Chad is saying that you told them that the clock came to you, but you're only a double agent against the snake. So I don't I know if you mean... I think that's true. Yeah, I think they're aware of the Eschaton clock's involvement, but I don't believe that you made any formal promises about that. You did, however, just make a promise to the Court of Stars that you would be a good old boy to get a harp. Yeah, I mean, a good old boy. I would donate some money. I mean, that's the a lot of really bad people in this world donate a lot of money. I mean, Jeff Bezos donates a lot of money. But, but... Valid. Hey, Valid. Uh, any Amazon Primes in the chat? <laughs> get us up. Okay. Um. Right. I – what the fuck would I do? I am tempted by power. <laughs> I'm gonna. All right. I'm scared, but I'm going. To... I'm gonna approach the beetle then. After mm -hmm. its after its message that delaying would destroy the firmament. That doesn't sound good. But then again, this beetle. Shithead works for an infernal, so isn't that good for the infernals? I don't know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna approach and cast off my invisibility. Mm -hmm. And are, are you talking to me? Confirmed. Oh, I was really hoping you weren't. What? what? Explain yourself thoroughly, please. What on earth are you talking about? Our original parameters have changed. The what, gate what were, has what were opened. Our, the gate? The gate has opened in advance of the design. The dragon is loose. This must be rectified. We will oh, assist. the dragon. Oh, yes, I know about the dragon. 
this must be rectified. I agree. That's that's part of what we're intending to do. You you agree? Yes. Not part of your design, was it? The old dragon? In advance of the design. In advance? Oh, so you do want the dragon to pop out at some point? Not at this point. Oh, Christ almighty. Oh, oh, oh Vinder almighty. Oh, Lord. Roll 1d9, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, a 63. Carry on. Um... I, uh, uh, okay, well, all right. It appears then that we are, for the moment, aligned in our, in our goals. What, what do you want me to do about this dragon? The object of your endeavor is capable of restoring the dragon to its original location. The, the book. Confirmed. The book of Dawn. Confirmed. Yes, yes, that's, that's all part of our current plan. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, we're already trying to do that. We will assist. Thank you. (laughs) Um, in what way? What can you offer us? Direct intervention, if necessary. And what makes certain actions necessary? In order to keep us alive, in order to ensure that we're on the right path, what... An example would be preferable. Okay. One moment, please. Bloody clock! What have you done? I don't know, but I'm 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 not agreeing to anything. Like I I don't know. Aren't you? What have you done? No, I haven't made a pact. I mean, we were already intending to go and find the Book of Dawn and use that to put away a Shardalon. We already knew those facts. Everything that it's told me so far, we already knew, and we're already planning to do. So. Getting a bit of help from an infernal isn't bad if the intentions are good. I mean... If the ends justifies the means... We could have, you know, just messed up Joe's world even more and written a Shardalon out of existence. I'm not sure. No, because the reason that we can't do that is because the dragons are required at some point to uh, to scare away the... The even worse shit. I can't, one, I can't remember. The one flesh or whatever. Yeah, the, well, I think it was the Infernals in the first place, Infernals, wasn't it? Infernals, yeah. Mm. Yeah, which is why the Infernals are mad about it, but... No, the, the Court of Stars implied that the dragons are present as a safeguard against the threat that ended the world before. Mm. Which was not the Infernals. Oh, it wasn't the Infernals. Yes. The Infernals just occupied that power vacuum after right the infernals basically said hey look a new world that looks tasty and they moved in on it okay right an entity manifests before you okay it is vaguely incorporate i wonder if i can get this picture to appear without giving away too much 
Uh, you know what? This is going to take me one moment for me to show you what it looks like. It is a humanoid figure made of thousands of shimmering wor- runes and words and symbols in a language you don't recognize, made of pure force. It is a non-corporeal entity, and in its hands are wavering blades of just... They're completely transparent. There's no color associated with them, but in where its hand, where a weapon should be, the air itself ripples and hums. Mm. I'm going to show you what it looks like in a moment. Okay. A chainsaw made of glass. <laughs> what, what, what is this? Who are you? It doesn't say anything. The beetle, however, says, This entity transcends the limits of the firmament imposed by the Emerald Tablets and can be deployed for direct intervention if necessary. Holy shit. In your vernacular, it fucks things up. (laughs) (laughs) So you get a fucking, some sort of shimmering bodyguard that quote-unquote fucks things up. Bro, his picture makes me think of Hitman. Bro, I'm redundant! Robotic hitman. <laughs> and and if your situation is dire. Invoke the name once. It will intervene. Invoke whose name? Anachronous. Mm. And what do you what do you wish in return? Simply the the execution of our plan? That looks badass as hell. You will complete your quest. You will return the dragon to the gate in accordance with the design. Hmm. And what of the... What of the... uh, What of the gods who may not enjoy me flirting with the beings of the Eschaton Clock? The dragon is a larger concern. Agreed. Hmm. And you say only once can I summon this being of air. You requested a demonstration. This is a demonstration. What is, what is Further what assistance is, what is, what is, what is, can be angled as needed. All right, we want we, we want an actual what demo. I I'm not I I hear you guys. Give me a sec. Yo, can I can I can I can he put some blood on my sword too? This, <laughs> this thing doesn't have blood. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, that Wait, nat one and it one. hit for twenty three. Yeah. Plus nine no, to attack. Nat one and plus nine to his hit. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 23 right. is what it hit, and the rolls weren't even that good. The rolls were terrible. Oh, it's yeah, 40, 40, 12 plus, plus five. 5. Okay. Yeah. What? Hmm. Okay. Good. Intervention must be limited to avoid divine interference. I understand. Subtlety is often important. I know um, all about that. You can trust him. This information. Cool. Very well. We will we will restore Ashadalon to his position at the gate. Um, and I accept your help in this matter. 
Okay. One moment. Out of game. Sorry. Yeah. We are... So, um, a Shardalon, we initially were supposed to... I, so I get confused about it. It's my own fault. We're supposed to remove him? Yes. We... A Shardalon right. escaped from a place called the Silent City, which is all that remains right. of the world that existed before Anakra. Uh, Josh, right-click on that card and take it. Okay. You may call upon Very that Very powerful. Once. Okay. Um, so a Shardalon was imprisoned in the behind the first gate. There are seven gates in the Silent City. The dragons of the world before were imprisoned there for crimes against reality. Somebody opened that gate and let the dragon into the world. This happened at the at the same time as the end of your adventure in the Sky Kingdom. The Book of Dawn has the power to return a Shardalon back to his prison. A Shardalon is older than Anakra and older than Dawn Magic, so it can't be used to just delete him, but it can be used to bind him. So you could use that and then fight him, beat the crap out of him, and put him back inside the first gate. But this is a force that... Okay. Is this force actually assisting us in that regard? Yes. Not that Eren knows this, but... Right. Before Ashardalon was released, this force contacted Alan with some sort of sinister, infernal, bargainy pact with the devil shit. Right. Then Ashardalon got... Released, which changed everything, and it just contacted him and said, "Hey, need you to do your quest. Put the dragon away." We're on the same side. You have a common interest. You have a common interest. Yeah, everything it asked me to do, I was already planning. Yeah, I was already planning on doing anyway. So, I I was concerned about making another pact, but it actually doesn't seem like it is a pact. I mean, the worst case scenario that Alan's thinking of is some, you know do-gooder gets pissed off that I'm unleashing oh, some, some infernal beasts upon the world in order to fight dragons. I don't know dragons, who you mean. But... It's interesting. Uh, there was two distinct rivalries in this group. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thank you, Mr. Beetle. Pleasure doing business with you. Our calculations are absolute. Additional information may be available. Yeah. This is the creepy pack with the devil part that I was alluding to earlier, just in case you weren't getting that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. First one's always free. <laughs> it's the gateway drug. Um, excellent. Uh, uh, little Beetle Man. Don't suppose you've heard of Xetheus, uh, have you? I'd say roll 1d100, but you've already got a snake in a bag. <laughs> snake in a bag. We are aware. Uh, what, what, what does, what does your master think of him? Think of his plans. The designs of the knower of all things were insufficient to prevent our defeat at the hands of the dragons. Not as wise as it believes itself to be. Hmm. I mean... Our defeat? <laughs> agreed. How do you say shake in the bag? <laughs> that snake hasn't had air in, like, ages. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't got it out since before the Court of Stars. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to run over the story in my head of what I tell the snake, but mm -hmm. we've just been bouncing from, like, other world to other world. So, I'm... Yeah. 
At this point, I'm thinking of giving him as a gift. <laughs> okay. Can I suggest I, that and you were super against it? Yeah, I mean, it would be a really bad idea giving a Fey a pet infernal, wouldn't it? <laughs> Is that all you had to ask? You just asked about Zebius? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Okay. I just wanted to see whether they were, you know, aligned or... Well, you're a bard. You could roll religion or history to see what you know about it. Okay. Yeah, I'll roll a, um, what am I better at? Religion, history. I'll roll a history check. Okay. 23. 23. The Infernals, the legend is that the Infernals arrived during the dawn before the world was divided into the four kingdoms. And all the Infernals worked together to conquer Anakra. Mm. There was one city, the city of Light, Luminius, the city of light, that they were unable to overcome. They had to turn to another Infernal, who they were all sort of afraid of. Uh, one who has not yet appeared in our adventures. That one was able to come up with a plan. Luminius fell. Uzul was the general, the leader. They conquered it. They were in the process of all resistance had been broken. They were in the process of spreading across the Dawn world and consuming it. When somebody opened the gates of the Silent City, the dragons emerged and wrecked the Infernal's shit. Mm. So Anachronus and Zethius would have been in alliance during that period. After mm. their defeat, they went off to lick their wounds. Uzul killed Erakura, the Sovereign of the Earth. The Infernals had a resurgence where they started ruling over the mortal world. Then they were all banished to the underworld, and they've never been united since. All right. Okay. They, they may work right. together here and there, but they're not like a big happy family. All right. I I'm I'm chilling. I I also the trees look too spooky. Um I'm not really a big fan of awakening one of these spooky trees cuz I think it'd just be a prick. Like it wouldn't even <laughs> it wouldn't be a nice tree, you know. And I'm I'm after something subservient, not something that creeps me. With the proper applications, any of these could be made to obey. We possess that knowledge. Any of these trees? Confirmed. I think I can all already make the trees obey me. They just... They give me the heebie-jeebies, you know? A mortal failing. True. A living being failing, perhaps. A failing Do you feel fear? of the flesh. Do you feel fear, little mechanical beetle? Fear is not included in the design. Mm. Our fear is not included in the design. Correction. Uh, good point. Uh, well, uh, I'll leave you to it then. I'm going to amble back to, to the rest of the group. It buzzes off. This seems like a good place for us to stop. We've been at it for three hours. Next week, we can pick up with the adventure to fight the dragon. And the week after that... We can commence with the uh, fairy wedding itself. Mm. Okay. So, real quick. Yes. Tiberius is a child currently being raised by unicorns. Correct. As and of like memory two days got... ago. Yeah, his... How long ago? It's been like two days. But you've been in the Feywild, so yeah. we, haven't we don't know how long it's been yet until you return to the mortal world. His memory mm -hmm. was fuzzed up by uh, an act of God, mm -hmm. by a, a god, but would the effects wear off over time? So the same act of God that restored him to being a baby 
also made Korak forget that he's a Holdra and his wild shape has not ended yet. It should have ended when the expiration ran out. Hmm. So what I'm saying is you don't know. Um, so I was hoping while in the course of eating, mm-hmm. I know we're saying we're ending, but in the course of eating, Laisha was going to ask around and see if anyone knew where she could find some diamond dust. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's pick up on that next week. We won't launch right into the dragon. We will because I still want to like we haven't had a chance to go over all the crazy fairy food that you haven't had a chance to eat. You can ask that question. Uh, look for some diamond dust. There's some stuff that we can do on that front. Bren, did I finish answering your question? Aside from the big fat fuck you, you don't know the answer. Was there a follow up? I mean, that, that was it, right? I mean, I don't know. I just want to know if Tiberius is going to come out of nowhere again as a teenager and just start <laughs> fucking shit up. Yeah, I like don't know. Twelve years. Yeah, that's a wild thought, right? That <laughs> see, I put Tiberius Wanderstave in as the special act of God. Ah, I should have known there was going to be fuckery. Like I knew there was going to be fuckery, <laughs> but I should have known the degree of fuckery that was going to occur. Yeah, yeah. So right now he's aging at a normal rate. Uh, there's no time travel in Anakra, but there is wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Like he could travel to the Feywild to the other world the Feywild, live out a 20-year lifespan and then return and it's been only 20 days. Hmm. Uh, so, like, that's the most logical thing I can think of that would cause him to reappear. Interesting. Yeah. And so give Tiberius as a gift to the Fey. I, I was not gonna lie, I had that thought and then you got rid wow. of him. Like, if you guys had kept that baby around... Holy shit, that would have been amazing. Big Mandalorian energy. Yeah, ridiculous. Big Mandalorian (laughs) energy. Oh, wow. Because, like, Faye are all about, you know, give me your child, give me your firstborn child. They love that shit, right? And then if you happen to give one of them that is a a chaos god who is supposed to be banished from the world by a massive explosion (laughs) who just unleashed a dragon upon the universe, they'll take those. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, a good kid. (laughs) <laughs> alright folks well thank you for joining us thank you for your support glad the internet held out join us next time we're gonna kill another dragon or everyone's yes. gonna die in a hideous battle yes. we'll see GG y'all see ya it could go either way it could go either way bye everyone bye